This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Good morning, everybody. We no longer have any undefeated teams in the NFL. That and so much more to dive into. Welcome to Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Jen. Cry, Eagles, cry. Why, Eagles, why? My Eagles, my, the door has now opened in the NFC beast as it's become. How many games do you huh. I've lost track. <laughs> I don't even care. I know they've lost one. That's okay. That's, Ooh, just a couple back. That, that's, that's fewer than what you lost. Christmas Eve, we got something for them. We got a little present yeah, okay. for them. Okay. All right. You better Dallas. pay. Dallas, yeah. We got Five something. Five got something for y'all yeah. on Sunday. Does he really? Yeah, sure does. Got any do on that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. I sure do. All right. Good. <laughs> Is it going to be a due day? That yeah. is fantastic. Yep. I want you to be very bold with your predictions and bets, gentlemen. All right, let's start with what unfolded on the football field last night. Commanders handing the Eagles their first loss of this season. Oh, my gosh, 32-21. Woo. Washington forced four Philly turnovers, seven penalties. The Commanders were able to run the ball 49 times. When that happens, it means you usually dominate the time of possession, holding on to the ball twice as long as the Eagles. Shannon, did the Eagles get exposed last night? Well, Skip, I think if you look at all 32 teams, obviously the team we're talking about, the team that's in playoff contention or can make the possible playoffs, or maybe even be in Super Bowl contenders. Everybody has weaknesses. But I saw something against the Texans, and I came out here the next day and I said, Skip, I see something that's alarming. The Texans, and everybody said, Shannon, it was a short week. You know, a short Who, week. Who's everybody? You. <laughs> you, oh, oh, you, okay. you, because you talk about week. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Because we were looking at down the schedule, who could cause them a problem? Who could hang the first loss on the Eagles? And I'm saying, Skip, a team that can run the football. And I named the team. I said, Washington can run the football with those two backs, yada, yada, yada. Oh, did you pick Washington? Over no, Philly? I didn't pick Washington. I don't Washington. remember that. Okay, Skip. go ahead. The problem is stopping the run. Mm. Since Jordan Davis, the big DT out of Georgia, mm. they gave up 168. They gave up 162. Mm-hmm. Now, the earliest he can return is against the Tennessee Titans. We know what Tennessee can do. And that was the problem last night. So now, your heart, you can't stop the run. Now he play action you. All the, now, he made uh, uh, McLaurin. Those guys make some tough catches. But there were some catches that guys were open because you're so worried about the run, guys are not able to get to their proper depth. And uh, Heineke, give him to his credit, he hung in there. He made some big-time throws. He did. Skip, look. And I, what I don't get about the Eagles, four rushes in the first half. Now, it seems to me, now maybe, maybe it was just early in the game, but it looks like to me A.J. Brown was nicked. And so the Eagles say, you know what? Well, he what? got nicked on an early like catch first, where he came out of his behind, break and, right. and it looked like he pulled his calf or something. So I'm looking at the game and saying, okay, so you thought the best, like A.J. Brown, our best receiver, he's hurt. Yep. So the best thing for us to do is to ask Jalen Hurts to drop back and throw the ball more. You are a running football team. Most of your success comes off of RPOs. Mm-hmm. To ask Jalen Hurts, and he has improved throwing the football skip, but to ask him to drop back and just sling it, you're asking. You're setting yourself up for trouble. Mm. My Four carries, Skip. Mm. Four rushes in the first half with a running team, a top five, top six rush team. You got four carries in the first half. Mm. To Washington credit, they did a great job, Skip. You, you're going to lose a game. 
You get, you have 21 first down, uh, third down attempts, and you allow the team to convert over half of those, you're probably going to lose. You let the team possess the ball double the amount of time that you have it, you're probably going to lose the ball. Mm. You allow a team to run 34 more plays, you're probably going to lose the game. So Philly did a lot of things. I don't know what the hell Quez Watkins was thinking, Skip. Why the hell he go to the ground? Let me tell you why. Because there's a guy that's unsure of his hands. He's like, I got to make sure I catch this football. That is correct. So, all they do is keep running. He's going to run up under the ball, run into the end zone. But he's unsure of his hands. Mm -hmm. He goes to the ground. He gets up. Then he was further unsure of his hands because he didn't hang on to the ball when he got stripped from behind. Skip, you went to the ground. The DB that was covering you, he didn't go to the ground. He did not. So what do you think he's going to be at when you get up and you put the ball right here? Mm -hmm. He come great to his credit. Man, he beat me. Uh-uh. Let me get this. Make the chop. Ball comes out. One of his teammates recover the football. Mm. Head back the other way. Mm. The Eagles did a lot of things, Skip. Look, they better fix this. They better fix this run game. This uh, 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 stopping the run. They better stop the run. Because if you don't, guess who else is on their schedule? Everybody. Look at, look at the team that's on their schedule, Skip. All these teams can run the football. Their recipe is not throwing the ball with Jalen Hurts. Their recipe, Skip, they ran one RPO last night. It was for a touchdown. You know, the, the little jump pass, he faked it. He's like, he's going quarterback draw, and he jumps up and hit Goddard. Other than that, he's just dropping back and throwing the ball. They ran some zone reads. I don't know what you call an RPO, but go ahead. But, Skip, look, I don't, I don't want to overreact, but I do see the Eagles. Until they get big Jordan Davis back that can stop that run, they're going to, they, they're going to, they're going to, hey, now teams are looking at it like, hold on, Washington's not that good. Now you got to give my homeboy five chains some credit because mm. my five, my homeboy was down 10 points to them on the road. Mm. And we ain't got that thing, didn't he? Mm. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't get it. Mm. <laughs> I'll put do it right now. You keep talking. Well, you want keep to? talking and okay. want to see what, what I do. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll take it right now. <laughs> you will give me the two points? No. Oh, you scared? Heck no. How, how is my team a favorite Courage at Minnesota? Your conviction. Wait a second. Maybe the odds makers got no use for Kurt Five Chains, right? <laughs> you will after the game. Okay. My turn. I have doubted the Eagles' defense all year long. I don't doubt big play Slay because he's right at the top of my cornerback list yeah. this year, although that guy in Green Bay is pretty great. He, he did quite a job and a number on my team on Sunday in Green Bay. But the point is, I do think they are suspect on defense. I do think you can get them on defense. And they got got last night mm -hmm. because – Washington is a talented football team. I don't care what you say. They go as their quarterback goes because that's really the way every team goes as its quarterback <laughs> yeah. goes. And every once in a while, it kind of goes from day to night to night to day. Little Heineke can light you up. He can get hot. And he was fairly hot last night. At least he didn't do too much to hurt them. He did throw one ill-advised pick. Mm -hmm. And he got stripped and, and strip-sacked at one point. Mm -hmm. But in the big picture, I thought he played well enough to win the game. He made some big-time throws, though. Big-time throws and some big third-down throws. They can run the ball because they have some talented running backs yeah. who run hard. They run as hard as that Houston kid runs. Yeah, <laughs> and, Pierce. Yeah, and so the point is, when, when you have somebody like McLaurin, listen, he is big time he to me. And, and he rose and shone last night on Monday Night Football, and he was lighting them up, and he was telling them all about it. You can't cover me, and you can't, and you can't cover me. 
And he wasn't I, lying. He, he wasn't lying <laughs> because I, I fear him as a Cowboy fan, and I do respect his talent because we saw his talent in college. Mm-hmm. And there was a reason he went that high in the draft, and there's a reason that he's had a lot of big games in this league. So, yeah. so he's a legit force to mm-hmm. me. And so the, they are a legit team that, that you can't take lightly. And I thought the Eagles came out on Monday Night Football like, okay, here we are. We got this. And for the first time all year, the ball didn't bounce their way. Yes. They got some bad breaks on bad bounces. There was one, I'm about to get to it, egregiously missed call on a face mask mask that that changed the game, I thought. But the point is, there's sheep think operating in the National Football League. So uh, it felt like Ron Rivera sat back on Sunday and he's watching what's transpiring. And what happened with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, the, the two elder statesmen, the two all-timers? What did their teams decide to do this, this past Sunday? Run the football. They just decided, we're going to go run heavy. We're going to run it more than we throw it. And Ron Rivera, old school Chicago Bear that he is, I think he just said, you know what? That's right. That, well, why didn't I think of that? He won't well, run it anyway, though, yeah, Skip. But, <laughs> but, but, he he does, but, but, but again, the point is, that all of a sudden it's like, oh, run it and play defense. Oh, that's an old school formula that used to work. Nobody does it anymore, but all of a sudden he comes out and he does it. And as Jen mentioned, they run the ball 49 49 times. They didn't run it that well because they only averaged 3.1 yards per per rush, which usually might get you beat if if you can only rush it for 3.1. But the, the point was they were timely rushes because they kept making First downs on close third downs. Well, Skip, right? when, when it's third and one and you get two yards, that's all you need. That's so you're not you going to have no big average, but you're going to get the clean Now, the clock back to moving. your point 12 of 21 on third down. Well, it's amazing you'd have 21, 21? third down tries in that's a game. That's crazy. And you convert over half of them. What's the percentage on that? 57. 57%. It's too good. That's how you win the game, which, down to, as Jen mentioned, time of possession, it's 40 minutes to 20 minutes. It means that Jalen Hurts and company, even though A.J. looked nicked, but he's still got Devontae, even though all that was going on, if if you only give Jalen Hurts the ball for 20 minutes at home, you got a real shot because 20 minutes isn't very long. Look at the plays in the game. Would you believe it's 81 to 47? So so think of this. Washington runs the, 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 the plays 81 times. They get the ball, run a play 81 times to only 47 for the home team? Mm-hmm. That's how you go win or steal a football game in Philadelphia against an 8-0 team. Skip, and they you, did it. But Skip, you know what? When you look at the Eagles, the Eagles are a first-half team. You look at them they average almost they average 19 points, 234 yards in the first half. Yep. They're down to um, under eight in the second half and almost 100 fewer yards. So what they're doing is that they're trying to pile on you in the first half, blow the doors off you, and then they coast at home. Because mm-hmm. no, if you look at them in the second quarter, how much, how many uh, um, uh, more points in the uh, second quarter they score than their opponent. So that's when they really blow the game open. And so they're kind of on cruise control. Washington said, nah. We're going to be in the lead in the first half. We're going to make you play catch-up. We're going to make you put you in a situation because what do they always do, Skip? They always go to the half with the lead. Mm. Last night was the first time they didn't have the lead. So now we're in an unfamiliar situation. Now what do we do? Okay, and last night was the first time all year that they didn't take it away more than they gave it away. Yeah, and then I'm sure gave it away last night. Shall we count the ways? (laughs) Let's see Jalen Hurts' first interception that he threw, his only interception of the night. Let's see what happened on this play. It's a deep ball to A.J. Brown. 
And I thought it was right on it, the it went money. Through, it went through it all. It went right through his hands. It went through a lot of hands and wound up in the wrong hands. If we could see this play, I don't know if we have the, the, the back, the back the money, angle yeah. of it. You can just see it. It goes right, right through. through A.J. Brown's hands. He has two hands on the football, and somehow he sort of juggles it up in the air. And the, the Reds, I almost called him the old name because I grew up <laughs> the commanders. doing this. The commanders. DB just took, snatched it right away from him. Well, it's Buffalo. Just, that's the Buffalo. That's Buffalo. It's Minnesota. the Buffalo play, it, and and it, it's it's partially just bad luck. It it's is the bounce of the the oblong football. I don't know what it's going to do because it's a weird shape and it kind of goes up in the air and all of a sudden Washington comes down with it, and it's a huge play because it's a momentum crusher and builder for the visiting team, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's go to the egregious missed face mask play. This is early in the fourth quarter. This is a short completion to Dallas Goddard. If we could see what happened. And I don't know if we have the There's a side judge right there. There's a back judge. And don't nobody throw the flag. Skip, I mean, mean, come on. Look, look, he's standing right there. Yeah, I'm a back judge. That's your judge. I mean, what are you looking at? Did you freeze? Did you freeze? Look at the side judge. How could you? We got we got one ref staring it down, staring it down. It is as hard a grab and tug as I have ever seen yes. on a face mask. It's not, you know, sometimes you get a little piece and, and you, you, you let try to go. let yeah. go. But he grabbed and he yanked. Yes. He yanked. It was a dangerous yes. play because the neck comes into play right. on that one. Yes. And, and Goddard stayed down for a couple of minutes. I thought he was hurt. This week, Skip, was not the ref's no, finest it moment. Was not. It was brought to their attention that they had Buffalo had 12 men on the field um, on one of the plays that they stopped Minnesota. Uh, 12? How can you not catch that? <laughs> Listen, I, I tweeted about this last night. This is our greatest spectator sport. Mm-hmm. This is the game you and I love the most. We love the NBA, but, but we're, this, this is it, man. This, this is America. Yeah. And you, you have to be better than that. Yeah. They did. They had a bad weekend. And culminating with that, that play last night, it's a game changer because the score is still it, – it's 23 to 21 Washington Correct. at that point. Yes. And it just felt like they, they couldn't stop Philly, but Philly hadn't had the ball very right. much. In fact, it, it got to be mid-third quarter, and Philly had had the ball for seven and a half minutes to 37 minutes. Correct. Well, well, that's just that's, – <laughs> that's almost impossible, but they had pulled that off. Right. So now early in the fourth quarter, if – if that gets called and you tack on 15, 15, well, okay, here you go. And I don't doubt that they're going to go down and score. I just don't have any doubt because I, I believe in Jalen mm-hmm. Hurts. Okay? So that, that's just – it's a bad break. It's, it's a badly missed call. It, it, it's a crusher on the momentum. And that leads to the play that you brought up. And it's the Quez Watkins play. Let's see it one more time. It's a nice throw by Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying it's the greatest throw ever, but it's good enough that he could keep Skip running it, with yeah, it. Yeah, Skippy, just run just up on it. It's good enough. Just, just catch it and run. Yeah. Why did he leave his feet? Because he doesn't trust himself. It's, it's, you, you know what? We saw it with Scotty Miller, yep. and I'm not comparing Scotty Miller to Quez no. Watkins because Quez is better. But, yeah. but I'm just saying Scotty Miller has to leave his feet on a ball that nobody's around right. to, to guard. You know, like, it, you can just you can Wait, back into the end zone. You saw it the week before in the end yeah, zone. I know. He, he jumped, jumped on a ball that's going to hit him right here, and he jumped to catch it in his bread because, back. Because you're, you're jumping like, I'm going to max out my chances of trying to cling to this football. Mm-hmm. And Quest said, uh-oh, it's Monday night football. It's under the lights. Yep. We're coming back. We're coming back. I got to make sure I catch this when I secure it, and I'm going to go to the ground to secure it. Which he did, yeah. but unfortunately, he jumps up because he, he might still be running if he just catches it, runs. Yeah, with he it. running in, but it's a touchdown. Okay, 
But he jumps up and at least he could have gotten it down to the 20 ish. And you know what happened, as you said, the DB never, he didn't go down. He just he just trailed him and I, stripped him. I, I think Quez forgot that, you know, damn, I went to the ground. The DB didn't go to the ground. He's going to be right there. And at that point in time, what else, what, what else do I have to do? Tackling, tackling him is not enough. Let me see if I can chop and get the ball out. Well, he chopped. And got the ball out. And, and he pretty much chopped Phillies, you know, what off, because that, that was the end of that. Yes. That, that was – that that crushed them psychologically. And then finally, I hope we have the do we have the Brandon Graham play? I, I forget. I don't I don't think I request it, but but at the end it yeah, we do have it. Let's let's see it quickly. What is, he, what is Graham thinking? Scott? I, I don't know. He's a thirteen year veteran. He's overamped. He's trying to get Jalen the ball back. And and he, he said after the game, I thought he might jump up and run. He can't, he gave he himself he up. He gave himself up and the ref is trying to I don't know if he'd actually blown the whistle, but he's waving his arms. Yes. And and then the, the other problems, according to the ref after the game, that's the head referee, that, that Brandon Graham went to the head and neck to, yeah. to make sure he yeah. kept him down. Brandon, if, if that's the case, so when a quarterback's running and sliding, you think he can pop back up? No. He gave himself up. He, he, he just gave himself need, up. Need to ground. He, basically, all he did was give himself up behind the line of scrimmage yeah. as opposed to sliding past the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So I'm looking, I'm like, bro, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? And, and everybody, Philly, the Philly, obviously Philly fans, and on the Serion, and I see Jalen, they had Jalen Hurts. He's like, you got to be, no, no, that's the rule. The guy gives himself up, Skip. It's just like anything. If I'm a wide receiver, I can give myself up. I can catch a pass and go take a knee. I gave myself up. You can't touch me. If Brandon Graham was in his first or second year, you'd say, oh, well. Yes. But, but he's 13 years, and, and he had a big Super Bowl game against Brady. Yes. Remember, he was all over. Yeah. He sacked Brady at the end of the it game. Was, it was a strip sack. Yeah, it was a strip sack. So I think they all were over-amped trying to get Jalen the ball back because they do believe in him. And I think they thought with a couple of minutes left, he could go make yeah. a miracle yes. and pull it out. It's going to be like 140 left on the clock, use a timeout. So yeah. you got 140 to come possibly go down the field, score a touchdown, and you're in the lead. I would have liked their chances. Yes. And he crushed their chances, and it was over the moment he t- he he ran into little Taylor Heineke, <laughs> and that was the end of that thing. And and Jalen went on the bench, just went crazy. I can't even repeat some of the things he was screaming yeah. because he knew there went nine and zero, there went whatever and zero. Skip, the longer you leave a mediocre team in a game, the more confidence they're going to get. The Eagles are not supremely talented enough. The reason why they were 9-0 is because, as you mentioned, they had three turnovers in their first eight games. They turned it over three times. They had taken away. They, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Skip, they were plus 15, plus 16. They were leading in, in, yeah. in the takeover in, in battle. In both takeaways and the, the and, turnover and ratio. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you look at it like that, you leave a team in. And that, trust me, I know. We played the Giants. We 13-0, Skip, on the road. Yep. Here we are in the third quarter, and it's a nip-tuck ball game, as opposed to us going here and handling our business. And look at that. Oh, man, we ain't got they, – man, they too tough. We go to the fourth quarter, guess what? It's a nip-tuck ball game. They feel they still got a chance. Washington on a Monday night, hold on. We got the lead. Yep. Man, it's less than two – man, it's less than three minutes. Which year did you lose that game? 98. Oh, so that was the – The second of the, second, second of the back-to-back, okay. yeah. 13-0. Okay, and, and we have we been, you know, we, we kind of been skating. You know, we had to Kansas City. Do you remember what the score was approximately? I think we – Skip, we ended up getting the lead. And Kent Graham went 87 yards in three plays through like a 40 yard back for the Giants. For the Giants. Yeah. I think we lost 20, 21, 16, something like that. Okay. 
All right, so it was still. It was, it was clear with a close ball game. Yeah, but we were averaging like 33 points a game. And here we are in the fourth quarter, Skip, and we only got 13 14. Okay, so that begs the final question here. A.J. Brown was quoted after the game as saying, I'm just glad that 17 and 0 SH is over with. Yeah. Like, we, we need to focus now on yeah. what the, the next game at yeah. hand. So, were you glad that that. What would have been 16 and 0 <laughs> SH was over with? Well, it would have been, been 14 and 0, Skip. 14. Yeah, okay. we, we yeah. started at 13 and 0. All right. Skip, I, maybe it's just me, Skip. I didn't, I didn't for me, I, we, our goal was the Super Bowl. All this, you know, undefeated. Skip, Mike never, when, when we laid out the goals at the beginning of the year, Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan. Yeah. He never said anything about 16 and 0. Well, who it would? Was, Skip, win your division. Yep. Get home field throughout, mm-hmm. yep. and we'll go from there. We took it. We didn't even, I didn't even know who we were playing. Mike, we went, okay, we won the first game, and then the next week, that would be the next opponent. He didn't have the whole schedule of everybody that we are playing. Yep. It was one week at a time. Okay. Four quarters. We tried to win all and four quarters. I can't quarters. remember. Did you finish? Did, we finished 14-2. Okay. We went 14-2. Oh, well, you lost we the lost game. We lost the following week on Monday night to Miami. Oh, yeah. And then we came back, beat uh, uh, Seattle. Uh, uh, the final game of the season, TD needed to get needed 177 yards yep. to get 2,000. Yep. So we got him back. Mm-hmm. We felt good going into the, you know. And you had home. We had field. home field throughout. Now Miami had beat us on that Monday night. Skip, you all saw how they were celebrating. Mm-hmm. Pat Sertan and, and, and Dolly. Ma- I think no, it was it was no. It was T Buck, Terrell Buckley. Yep. It was Sam Madison. Yep. It was some. Oh, Skip, they oh, they was over there dancing. And I told T, I told the guy, I said, we'll see him again. And we'll see him again. And thirty-eight to three. Woo. Okay. There you go. You got a cold? No, nah, we'll see you again. I said, okay. where that dancing at? I said, ain't nobody, I said, hey, ain't nobody dancing today. Where, where the disco ball? I said, y'all was dancing. Remember that Monday night? Mm. Told y'all we'll see us again. Mm. <laughs> well, I wonder if the uh, Eagles will see uh, Washington again in the postseason. Well, they better, hope they, get, they better hope they get yeah. that big DT the way back. Washington's Jordan's playing. They're going to make the playoffs. Jordan Davis. Yeah. There's a reason why he 350 skipping goggles, <sighs> taking up a whole lane of traffic. All I know is that the door just got reopened. Guess what? And fire re-opened. chains about to close it. No. Watch your fire chains. No. And Tyler, so you see what they try to do? They try to steal fire chains. You see the defensive players, what they did to Heineken? All the defensive players put all their chains on him. They can't steal fire chains. They can't, can't steal it. fire chains. No, that's the Vikings ritual. <laughs> it will not work. There's no magic for that no. in Washington. <laughs> But I was happy Eagles for Washington because something good happened. To him. They now. might need to do something for Dak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> y'all might need to do something for Dak. What y'all going to do both for him? sitting there at 8-1, and one, He's guys. Off the chain. Next up for these Philadelphia Eagles, they've got the Colts, the Packers, and the Titans. All right. Great stuff, gentlemen. Wonderful way to start the morning. We're moving on to who was to blame for the Cowboys' loss to the Packers on Sunday when we returned. Plus, why are the Panthers going back to Baker? All that and yeah, more up next question. on Undisputed. That's a great question. <laughs> When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. 
And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Dak Prescott says route running and miscommunication caused his two interceptions and that Cowboys loss in an upset to Green Bay Sunday. Dak thought both Dalton Schultz and C.D. Lamb were going to cut in front of the safeties here, but clearly that did not happen. Shannon, do you agree or disagree with Dak? Get what I tell you happened yesterday. I said there's no way Dak, there's no way Dak Prescott is going to throw that ball on a post that flat with the safety standing there unless he's anticipating somebody crossing the safety's face. I said, what's happening is that these guys are ad-libbing, and Dak is throwing an anticipation, Skip. The safety, I'm supposed to break the route at 10, but I see the safety at 10. Instead of me going 8, crossing his face, I go 12 behind him. Well, Dak's going to throw the ball because he's like, oh, yeah, he's going to cut across his face. I'm going to hit him, boom, touchdown. You go behind the safety, Dak hit the safety between the numbers. Mm. What? Skip, CeeDee Lamb has been a receiver far too long to keep making these blunders like this. Now, we just saw it last week against Chicago. He did the exact same thing and Eddie Jackson picked it. Mm. Bro, you cannot tie the quarterback up like that. He's dropping back. His back foot is hit. He said, I know. I already know. I ain't know where in hell this man going to cut behind the safety and leave me exposed like this. Don't show. I see CD go to him after the play like, bro, what? I see Dak to him talk on the sideline. So, Ain't no way two guys talk to, and you right. I'm like, been there, done that. You can't, you can't do the quarterback like that, Skip. You have to, even if you run into him, you can't leave the quarterback exposed because if you go behind him, he's going to hit the safety in the chest. Both times Dak hit the safety in the chest because he's anticipating the receiver crossing the safety's face. I, I, and those, those two uh, turnovers, what did they do? Gave uh, the Packers for it. It didn't give them. They drove the ball still. That 109. What you say it was? 197? That 197? What? The, uh, the Cowboys had the 14-point lead going into the fourth quarter, including mm-hmm. regular season and playoffs. No, no. 197? No, what? four. I can't remember the number. 595 or something? But, so, with all that being said. What was it? I, I can't remember. But, but Skip, it was, it was early in the game. It was way more than 197. So, with that being said, it was early in the game. Okay, I get that. The Cowboys still had a 14-point lead. You guys got to make that stand. But receivers, you can't do the quarterback like that. That's why quarterbacks lose their mind, Skip, when these guys got to be ad-libbing. Man, if the Rock calls for this, you got to do that because he's throwing this ball in anticipation. This ain't college. When you wait till the guy get open, Skip, and then I rifle it in there, these guys are too good. You wait till a guy get up in the NFL and you see what happened to you. 
he going to pick it and go back the other way with it. So the quarterback has to trust. John needed to trust, Elwood needed to trust that if Shannon, if the safety was there, Shannon was going to cross that safety's face. I'm not going behind him. On no route, and it happens a lot of times, Skip, on the or what we could, it's called a bang eight. Some people call it a glance route. It's seven steps, and you cross the corner's face. You see the corner sitting right there. You go behind the corner, and the quarterback back foot hit. He threw the ball. He going to hit the corner right in the chest. I'm going to collide you. I'm going to run into you. But you're not getting a pick on me. So, guys, it's not that complicated, CD. It's not that complicated, Schultz. You can't go behind the safety if the quarterback is throwing this ball on timing. If his if it's back foot hitting, he's releasing the – it got to because look where he is on the field, Skip. He got no choice. You can't wait till the guy get totally open in the end zone. He's going to run into traffic on the other side. So, I agree. I agree with that. I don't know about how good the route running is, but I do know it's some miscommunication on CD and Dalton Schultz. Because you can never, ever go past behind the safety if the quarterback is throwing the ball in anticipation. Mm. And because Dak threw that ball that flat, I already know who messed it up. Mm. When you were playing, did John Elway ever go to the media and say Shannon Sharp ran the wrong no, route? No, he didn't do it. Hell no. Nah. Well, don't laugh about it because this is <laughs> serious business. No, no, he didn't. I, I am outraged over this. I, I am angered. I am disillusioned. I am stunned. I, I am concerned about the mental health of my football team because Dak Prescott just called out both receivers for both interceptions. <laughs> Don't blame me, blame them. And to your points, you could be right about what you just said. You also could be wrong about what you said because I can't tell you how many times in my career I wrote that something happened and the next day, Somebody, a coach or a receiver or a quarterback, pulled me aside and said, no, you don't understand the concept of what we were trying to do. Yeah. It really wasn't his fault. It was his fault. I don't know for sure. You could be right. <laughs> All I know is that both throws to me were bad ideas because they weren't setting up correctly from the get-go because – Somebody named Rudy Ford, who has bounced around this league, he's been on four teams in right. six years, once upon a time a sixth-round pick out of Auburn by the Arizona Cardinals, okay. a backup to the backup to the backup for a decimated Green Bay defense at safety, is in the game, and he looks like the primary on both routes. Mm -hmm. He just looks like Dak is throwing it straight to him. I don't know exactly. Again, you could well be right about what you said. If you are right then I can't tell you how wrong my quarterback was for going completely out of character after the game because he's never done this. Because you beat him up, Skip. You keep telling about Cooper Rush wouldn't have made those mistakes, so he got to get that pressure off of him. <laughs> I never saw Cooper Rush in five games do anything like either one of those two because, as you know, they were first-half killers only because Dak had the upper hand here. Dak is going up against the decimated defense. They don't have Rashawn Gary, who is their best pass rusher. Mm -hmm. They don't have Devondre Campbell, who is their best linebacker. They don't have Eric Stokes anymore, who is their obviously their second-best corner, but the, the other right. starting corner opposite Jair. Mm -hmm. So those are three huge pieces right. on that defense that are down and out. Right. And, and I, I told you going into the game, Dak needs to take advantage of that because the other way around is no advantage because – Look, Aaron Rodgers, I kept singing his praises all last week. He's, he's a notorious cowboy killer. Okay. And 
He's the back-to-back MVP, and he's still highly capable of doing what you saw him do in the fourth quarter and overtime this past Sunday because he still has enough weapons. He's still got Lazard. He's still got Tunyon. And I just knew Christian Watson because he's just too – he's 6'4", and he ran 4'3". I just knew it was a matter of time. If he just catches one and he caught that first one after he dropped the first two, but that first long pass that he took for the touchdown, all of a sudden it's like the the heavens opened for him. He said, wait a second. I – I can do this, uh, yeah, and then alone. he did it again, and he did it again, and you know the rest of the story. My point is, they're just Sammy Watkins can still he he he's not great, but but he's decent. And he'll he's, make a play here. He'll make a, game. a play here or there because he's made him his whole life. Once upon a time, he was the fourth overall pick yeah. by the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Okay, back in Odell's draft in 2014. So the point is, Dak had to seize the moment because. As I called Aaron Rodgers, he's Dracula to me, and you got to drive the stake through him when you got him. And and right away he gets strip sacked and loses the ball, and you got to boom, boom. Right, right. And I don't know what happened. I just know that happened for sure. Well, you know one thing happened for sure also is that you took points off the board because that worst, worst case scenario, you got to feel. I feel comfortable that Brett DeFred is going to make a field goal, Maher, short field. Yes. Maher. he's going he's going to make he's going to make a field goal skip from short range. And I'm not the first one was just it was third and. 10 from the 11. Yeah. So, you know, like you can't do that. That's yeah. cardinal sin to throw yeah. a pick in the end zone. Right. Again, maybe if you look at the route combination on that one, CD lines up inside off Schultz, who's actually outside right. him and tries to come off his tail. Yes. And, and then it's like there's some option going on there and somebody takes the wrong path. Maybe they won't. Dalton Schultz across the safety's face yes. to clear him. So there's a window for yep. Dak to throw it to CD in that it's, tight it's, window. It's possible. Maybe that's the case. But I, I just know somebody, there's no way Dak is throwing the ball that flat, Skip, if they're running the right route. I mean, the, uh, the wrong route. He's just sailing over the head. But I just know you can never go past a, go behind a defender. Okay. My problem is when everybody leaps to Dak's defense, I, I keep asking, what has he done for us lately to earn the right to get the benefit of the doubt? Because you're, you're ready to give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, I, I, does he deserve the benefit? But see, this is why, see, Dak, you said that Cooper Rush raised the bar. And Dak has heard everything that had been said in, around national media and in Dallas. So sometimes Dak feels he has to make plays that he doesn't have to make because they're unnecessary at that point in the game. So he might have put a little bit more pressure. Let me be perfect. He didn't need to be perfect in that situation. Even if you don't get the touchdown, Skip, come away with points. Come away with points, and you're good. Not only did you you squander an opportunity, you came away with no points. Okay, and in, in, in the biggest picture, we go up there as five-point favorites, yes. and we're up by 14, 14. points going to the fourth quarter, yeah. and – we end up losing in overtime because Dak Prescott and company have the ball four times in the fourth quarter in overtime, and they produce zero, zero. points. Yeah. Okay, that's the big picture of what just happened. And it's a crushing loss because of it gets even worse off last night because, because it, all of a sudden you say, oh, God, what if? Right. We, we could have been 7-2 and two to their 8-1, and one and we'd be just a game back, and right. we know we got them coming, coming to our place. Yeah. Okay, so you squandered an opportunity against a team that was reeling, that was on the ropes, and you gave them too much life in the fourth quarter yes. until finally the two-time back-to-back MVP stood up and said, I got this, right? right? And he did get it against 
a defense that, that also got exposed. As you could say, you know, it, it couldn't stop the run, nor could Philly's defense. Maybe nobody's defense can stop the run because <laughs> it seems like everybody's running wild now. It's like the the new way of the NFL is, hey, let's just run the ball. Let's but everybody, not- everybody's so pass conscious that they don't. Want, nobody wants to run the ball. Okay. All all I know is that when when Rudy Ford gets turned into Ed Reed. That's who he looked like. Didn't that look like Ed Reed? Could we see those two plays one more time just to drive the stake through my heart, please? It's it's just so bad because he he, he just looks almost like he is feasting the on the, the, the two interceptions. Yeah, if we do we have them? Do we have the Yeah, here we go. Here, here we go. This is yeah, this is from like the 14-yard line. He's just—I—I I don't know. He looks like intend, intended receiver. I don't intended know, Skip, target. but did you see Rudy Ford pulling away from uh, Pollard? He I don't did. know if you saw that, Skip, but I, I did, saw he that. He did. He did. Skip, and then this—this this, just looks like what? It, it looks so bad because Rudy Ford's looking around like, seriously, you just threw it right to me? I—I I don't know. It's just hard to defend. Again, Skip. you could be right. Maybe he's supposed. But if he's supposed to cut across Rudy Ford's face, yes. boy, you, we're talking about a 10-yard difference in the way he ran yes. the route, right? Skip, look at this. Watch what he does. Look at this. Dak is starting to anticipate him. Look what he okay. does. Okay, but Rudy Ford caught it maybe 15 yards in front of, of CD. Skip, you know but what happens is, uh, CD, CD, see Rudy Ford. Guess what's going to happen if Dak throws a collision? Bang, bang. I don't okay. want that. Okay, well, you don't want that. And that brings it back to the Juju play in the, the Kansas City game. Right. Mahomes is leading Juju into to big trouble, right. where the Cowboys used to call that a medicine ball. You yeah. know, like that. That's, you're going to need some medicine after that ball, right? <laughs> yeah. But the, the point is that, to me, to, to my eye, and it's easy for me to sit here in this chair and read this in, in hindsight, mm-hmm. but they both look like bad ideas where – it, no matter whose fault it is, in the end, it's your fault. You, you can't even try it because Rudy Ford is lurking, man. He's just sitting in the middle of the field saying, please throw it here. And Dak, as you well know, anything over the middle is, is double dangerous because yeah. there are too many people who can get their hands on the football. Yes. So, so to me, they're uncharacteristic because the Eddie Jackson one against the Bears, it was, it's the same idea. It, same it looks one. like the same play all over, deja voodoo. But right? what's going on? Because what does a lot of these plays have in common? Is Dak throwing the ball to CD? Dak throwing the ball to CD? Okay, but it, it was CD's breakout game, especially yeah. with Dak. So my only silver lining is, well, at least I got that going up to Minnesota where CD has had some big games before. Yes. Okay, but in the end, how could you call out those two guys after a game that you lost yeah. and, and put it on them? And you could be right. It's because the pressure's building. There's some Cooper Rush raised the ball. Yeah. Don't, don't look at me. Don't look at me. I just do sleep hey, number commercials. You know, I, right? I, I don't really like snitch on my homeboy, but if you talk about who did it, he did. It, it was just so, okay, the throws are out of character, and the postgame reaction is even more out yeah. of character and out of line. Skip, you know how I feel about airing any laundry. You because can't. I believe Dak could have gone to see this like, bro, what you yeah, doing? Well, yeah, absolutely. You don't show so I'm I, I got no issue yeah, with that because yeah, that's yeah. exactly what you should do. Yes. That's, that's the one, like I said, you asked the John. No, John would, would never, ever. And there have been times he did, did something wrong. I bit the bullet. There's something sometimes sure, I did absolutely. something wrong. He right, bit the bullet. Right. But that's just the way it I works. I don't know if you would have gone to him after a game and said, hey, if you could have just adjusted to this yeah, but he would always tell me hey, that was me well, okay. but he would always tell me i appreciate you you know hey i took some shots that he shouldn't have thrown the ball but you know what i said let me try to break this thing up 
That's okay. just that's just the way I look at Good it. Good for you. Because I because I I'd look. Get that man job ain't easy. You got you got to know where to go with the football. Somebody tried to hit you in the back of your head, and you got a, a million things going on. You're not going to be perfect every throw, every snap, every game. Okay. All I know is in my time covering this game. I don't remember any team winning a division or a conference or a Super Bowl with the quarterback calling out the receivers. You just can't do it because it it shames them publicly completely unnecessarily because that all can be handled. It can be handled in meetings. It can be handled a million different ways, handled very successfully because, sure, you learn from your mistakes, but you're not going to learn – if you rub their pride raw by shaming them yeah. to the media, yeah. right? As, 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 as the veteran player, Skip, you always you always take one for a younger player or uh, or uh, if you like I said or, or le- not a, a young a younger player or a lesser caliber lesser tier player. Yeah. You always bite the bullet. I'm always gonna take it, no matter what. Hey, that's on me. Right, and and Dak is big brother to these guys. Yeah, right. Skip, I mean, we were playing Minnesota. And uh, me and Dwayne Carr were the backup tight end. Yep. We switched positions. He's like, nah, man, I'm going to get in trouble. I said, don't worry about it. I'll bite the bullet. Came to the sideline. Everybody yelling, Carr, what the hell are you doing? That's not. I said, I got that. I said, I'll switch positions with him. I told him to do that. That one's on me. Okay. That's Good. the end of that. All right. Skip, you just bite the bullet. Dak, I would have preferred I would have preferred Dak to just own that with, hey, I guess got to be better with the football. I just can't make those reads. But, hey, go to an A. Hey, y'all hung me out there. Y'all put me out there now. Yeah. That, if, I, I, if, I took that one, if, but that if, one's on you. You if know that. a media member had asked Carswell after the game, hey, what were you doing on that play? And he said, well, it wasn't my fault. It was Shannon's fault. <laughs> well, then you wouldn't have liked that because nah. you just can't do it publicly. Nah, nah, yeah. nah. But we we had that type of relationship, and you just you just, you just just own it. Skip right. me, hey, if I make a mistake. Hey, that's on me. That's on me, Seven. Hey. All right. <laughs> Man, I, I don't love this, and I'm shocked this happened. But there have been times, Skip, he's told me they call a route. He tell me to run something else, and they ask me what the hell I'm doing. And he would go to Mike or, or Coob and say, hey, I told him to run this. Okay. So, hey, I ain't got no problem. Hey, just don't hang me out the dry. I'm not going to hang you out the dry. We're going to be good. We're going to keep it moving. <sighs> I know two receivers, 86 <laughs> and 88, who just got hung out to dry. Yeah, yeah. That was... Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I'd never do that publicly. No. <laughs> Thank you. Never a good idea, guys, in any circumstances. All right, let's move a little further to the east and talk about these Carolina Panthers who have now named Baker Mayfield the starter for their upcoming game against the Ravens Sunday. This after P.J. Walker suffered a high ankle sprain. Those are nasty. They're hard to get rid of. Sam Darnold is going to be the backup for Baker against Baltimore. Shannon, speaking of quarterbacks, why do you think the Panthers are going back to Baker at Baltimore? Man, I mean, it's, it's two bad options, Skip. It's spam and baloney, and it all depends on what you grew up on and what do you like at this time. Mm. Um, Which do you prefer? <sighs> I'll take baloney. That's <laughs> just take, me. I, I, you know what, Skip? I think I'm going to take that old big old chunk of spam. Okay. But I... I I'm very, I'm very fortunate. Thank you. I'm in a position I don't have to eat, choose either one right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, look, Skip, Baker started five games, and things did not go well. He's lasting QBR. He's lasting completion percentage. His 186 yards passing game ranks 30th. Sam Darnold has not played a regular season game since the last week 18, and they got the doors blown off him against uh, uh, Tampa. As a matter of fact, Tampa won 41-17. That was the last game of the regular season. Um, and so, I mean, what is <laughs> – all things being equal, they really want P.J. 
Because you and I both know had P.J. Walker been healthy, P.J. Walker would be in there. Uh, Baker started, Skip, you keep telling, Baker started, what, eight games in four seasons against Cleveland. He went three and five in those starts, 13 against touchdowns. Against Baltimore? Baltimore. Yeah. I keep saying Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Baltimore. Three and five in those eight starts, 13 touchdowns, nine picks. I ain't nothing to write home about. You talk about those two games. Yeah, he had two games. I mean, one game, he just lit him up on that Sunday. Jarvis went, went uh, wild. Uh, Chubb ran wild. Baker had a hot hand. But he hasn't had the greatest. He hasn't had the greatest days against the Baltimore Ravens, and I don't expect them to have one of the greatest days against the Baltimore Ravens this this game. But Skip, I I, I don't understand. But your theory about you know, well, if he plays X amount of that pick is going to go from a fifth to a fourth, that's not going to be the case. I just think they don't really have a choice in the matter. I don't think they like either option, but one of the guys have to play. But I don't think Baker finished the season. I don't think Baker is the starting quarterback the rest of the season. Mm. Okay. I am still shocked by this because I didn't know P.J. was hurt because I I never saw him get hurt. I I don't know where that came from, and it makes me slightly suspicious. But undercutting my suspicion is the fact that if Baker plays this game, he's going to go over, what was it, 70% 70%. of the snaps, and all of a sudden they're they're five that they owe Cleveland is going to go to a four. four. Can be a pretty big deal. I mean, here's the thing, though. I don't mind that. I guess they're looking at it like, well, hey, I mean, what is their record? Three and five, four and five? Uh, Tampa sitting at five and five? Well, hell, we got a chance to win. Who says we can't win a division? Carolina's three and seven. Oh, three okay. and seven. Okay, but so, they've won three games. Right, so we and hey. they did beat the Buccaneers. Right, okay, okay. We, we got that in our back pocket. Yep. Maybe we can steal. Well, they from, beat New Orleans, too. So, so if we okay. can steal one of those, Skip, and we just, we should have had two wins against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Had we not did something boneheaded, we'd have Correct. two wins and be re- smack dab in the middle of it. Okay. So here's my theory on this. I believe somebody upstairs in analytics, the dreaded <laughs> analytics department, <laughs> said, hey, uh, Coach Wilkes, did you notice what Baker Mayfield did in Cleveland against Baltimore? Because I, I get you three and five, but if you look at what Baker did, if you look at the numbers he put up consistently against Baltimore – the best team in that division, the best defense in that division consistently through the years that he was in Cleveland. I'm looking at Baker's top five yardage games, passing yardage games in his career. And the first one was 397. It was at Houston. So throw that one out. But the next four in a row, two, three, four, and five on his list are all against Baltimore. And they are these. This is a loss at Baltimore, 26 to 24. He threw for 376. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then Another loss, this one 47 to 42 at home, but yeah. it was still a high score. That was, Lamar. Is that the one where Lamar came back to save the right. day? Yep. Out of the restroom or wherever he came from? <laughs> I don't know where he came from. That was 343 that Baker threw for in that game. And then number four on the list is a 12 to 9 win at home, but he threw for 342. And then the game that you bring up is probably Baker's best game of his career is at Baltimore in 2019. He threw for 342. So those are four games of 376, 343, 342, 342, where somebody upstairs is saying, wait a second, these are pretty good here. Maybe he's just got a thing with Baltimore that he is comfortable playing against that defense. Well, maybe now, Skip, because what we've seen is that since they uh, they traded C. Matt, Christian McCaffrey, they've run the ball with Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. And Very so, well. And I think so they're, they're averaging over the last four, 176. Right. So they say, you know what? Maybe okay, so we'll, here we go with this same new theory of the, 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 the new 
you know, the, the, the new diet is yeah. you, you just got to run it right. more than you throw. So we don't we don't need Baker. Maybe we don't need Baker to throw throw for 342, 376. No. If we can run the ball like we've run the ball the last two to three weeks with Foreman and Hubbard, now we just need somebody to manage the game, not put the ball in harm's way. Maybe Baker is best suited for that situation. But the question is, they fall behind. And that's the thing what you got to do with a team that wants to run the football, Skip. You got to put them in a situation that, like, ain't enough time. We can't. We got to throw the ball. And so can Lamar Jackson and that offense put pressure on, their, on, on, on Baker to keep up with him. Okay. They are 12-and-a-half-point underdogs. I'm looking at the, the new power rankings this week. They're, they're somewhere. They're 30 or 31st out of the 32 teams. So n- nobody has any respect for right. them, and the oddsmakers have even less respect. 12-and-a-half-point dogs. They do know this is the NFL, Skip. This ain't college football. Okay, they got it. Up we easy. just saw that last night, right? Okay, so I do think it's shrewd to let Baker take a shot in this game. What shot do I give him? Virtually no shot. But his defense, their defense, has been – Pretty good all year. Yeah. It's got some pieces because we know the Rams badly wanted Brian Burns because yeah. he's a stud. And I think they offered, you know, two, F them picks, it? right? Yeah. Like a two first rounders. Right. That's that's what we what We're we told. read, yeah. right? Okay. So you can do that and you can run the ball. And if you can make a couple of big throws, you, you would have a chance to hang in this game. Maybe because Baltimore, because it's the NFL and they don't take you quite seriously enough. Right. Okay. Now being completely objective about Baker Mayfield, this is what I don't love about Baker. If we could see what happened at the end of the last game when he was <laughs> headbutting, helmeted offensive lineman with a cap on. I, I don't know what this was. This was him saying, look at me, because he knew he was going to be on camera. I'm going to headbutt these guys with my cap on. Not that he risked any concussion or anything, because the cap's going to absorb some of the blow, give him some cushion. But it's just Baker being Baker. He's gone over the edge into celebrity. And then last night, I see another new Heisman House Nissan commercial. And guess who the star is? Oh. It's Baker. I don't know if you saw it. I see it. I think it was in Monday Night Football, because unless I was watching a basketball game. But Baker is, is standing upstairs in his room talking on the phone. And the bulldog is behind him. Is no, it the no, dog in the house? It's, it's the elephant. It's oh, the, the elephant. The Alabama the, the, oh, elephant. Yeah, right, right. The he elephant said there's the an room. elephant in the room, literally. Right. And he says... Could, yeah. you, could you please come home because right. this is, you know, he, he's acting like he's getting creeped out right. by the elephant in the room. Right. Okay. The point is we got all these ex, and you made the point, all, all these these distant Heisman winners are all You remember outside. all of them. I you do. covered all, a lot of them. Because, <laughs> like, Bo Jackson is a big deal to me to this right. day because he was such a great two-way player. This generation don't realize, okay. don't know how great Bo was. Okay. Bo knows. <laughs> remember all that? Yeah. Okay. But, but I, Yeah. Okay, so we got all those kinds. We do have a Devontae who's Devontae a, and uh, uh, Derek Henry's in a few of those. Yeah, and Kyler, and Kyler and yeah, Kyler. Okay, mm-hmm. but but every one of them, Baker's still the it kid. He comes out as the yeah. star, and at least we don't have to deal with the progressive ads anymore because he's out of sight, out of mind, right. out of Cleveland. Right. But I don't love that because he still hasn't done nearly enough to live up to being the star. He's he's a bigger celebrity than he is a quarterback, right. and that's that's dangerous to me. And I still hark back to. What, what I thought set the wrong tone for the whole year, just when I thought he was mining his P's and Q's and saying and doing all the right things, he comes out with a T-shirt line ahead of the first game yeah. against his ex-team Cleveland at Carolina saying, off the leash, a shot at Kevin Stefanski like I'm off his leash. Right. Well, we don't need that. And what are you going to make a few bucks off of some <laughs> lousy T-shirts, right? Well, why would you need to do that? It's just Baker being Baker. So I don't love his... 
he, he just keeps painting the target on his back a little bigger, a little bigger. And uh, as I recall, the last time we talked about new Super Bowl picks, I think you picked the Ravens to win it all, right? Yep. Okay, so now he's getting thrown into the fire against Shannon Sharps, uh, by the way, an ex-Raven, his yeah. Super Bowl team at Baltimore. It, it's, it's not a pretty sight, you know? Like, this, this isn't where you need to re-enter for this team, <laughs> right? They'll be ready. The Ravens are coming off a bye week too, because yeah. they played. Yeah, they played the Saints. But yeah, they're gonna be. They're gonna be. They're gonna be ready. Well, hard to have them ready. Be. Well, he usually does. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I, I couldn't disagree. I, I'm sticking with my preseason, which was Cincinnati. Right. They got to get healthy. They get Jamar back. Yeah, they got to get, they get back. DJ Reader back. Yeah, they don't get Chase back. They ain't going anywhere. They they're not going, going anywhere. anywhere. Okay, I agree with you. So I'm hanging in with Cincy and hanging in on the other side with Brady. But, but I, I couldn't disagree with your point because the Ravens look like a team that could go the distance. And now you got to realize, Skip, they're going to get Gus Edwards back. They're going to get Dobbins back. They're going to get some of those, their players healthy. But... And listen, Lamar is playing for a contract, and he is playing. He's playing his tail off, Skip. He's playing his tail off. You want to talk about a baller? Yeah, Ooh. man. He, he's, he's doing it. Yeah. So I, I don't love Baker's chances in this game and the the best thing he can do is to avoid disaster yeah Skip, right? every time lamar throws a touchdown to rush for a touchdown steve is like yes like damn that's no. another million dollars i added no. To the- <laughs> no he's already earned to me deshaun. oh he, oh he, he about to get oh yeah oh yeah and just, you got to realize Skip, deshaun hadn't even started the new contract yet when they tore it up and gave him more lamar says i'm at the end he's like i'm lt I'm on the last page. I'm in the last paragraph. I'm the punctuation. I need that, Steve. I need that now. Mm. Make the money right. Well, it appears <laughs> he's not going to do it during the season. No. Nah. Because maybe they think that they like the motivation. I would do it. They came to me and said, Lamar, we got $300 million fully guaranteed. Deal done. Really? Yes! Okay. Three hundred million fully guaranteed. Okay, Absolutely. Because Deshaun was two thirty. Two thirty. Okay. Well, you keep saying the what you're lying about. The price goes up. Yeah. Yesterday's price is not today's okay. price. So right. three hundred million. I do three hundred. You know, I'm gonna cut you a slack, Baltimore. I like Baltimore. I like the crab cakes. I like B. I. B. More been great to me Would and my that family be for five years. Six. Six years. Six years. Spread it out over six years. Yeah. And Steve Bashotti's thinking. And I have to gamble that Lamar is going to stay completely healthy for six more years. Is that possible? He said, you know what? I get the Super Bowl. You're going to have to worry about how you're going to spread $400 million out over six years. That's what you're betting on. <laughs> because if he goes and gets you a Super Bowl this year, which is a distinct possibility, yeah. then that pays for itself. I'm going to need $55 million for six years. Mm. 55 Okay. 55, gonna... 55 a year. Yes. And I'm going to need a statue right next to Ray Lewis's. Okay. Are you sure you can trust his health for five years? Hey, he get that Super Bowl. He might not be healthy before another month. Mm-hmm. But he got you a Super Bowl. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. You want one to go next to the two that's already there. They lonely. Uh-huh. It's been a while, Skip. Uh-huh. been over a decade. They lonely. What, whatever happened to Sam Donald? Whatever happened to him? Well, I don't know. Is he still, is he still in the league? He's going to be there. Huh. He'd, he'd, he'd probably be up there next week. Okay. Well, next well week. The, the, I thought they were saying we want to take one more look at Sam Darnold because they're paying him $19 million this year, and they gave a 2-4 and a 6 for him. I give it two games. Huh. Two games. Two games. He'll be in there. Huh. You think so? Yeah. Because I think P.J. Walker's out at least, a, what, three to four weeks? Well, I don't know. I didn't know he was hurt. I, 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 I didn't know he was hurt. I have no idea. I didn't know he was hurt either. It is a clown show. No, that. Oh, uh, 
It's a clown show. So who they put in the quarterback? Mm. No. They're, they're putting in the guy who could be their savior. That's who they're putting Don't in. Don't do that, yeah. Skip. That's you know good where that man can't save nothing. The three and seven Panthers guys traveling to Baltimore to face the six and three Ravens only on the NFL on Fox. That will unfold Sunday. Mm-hmm. All right, gentlemen, let's go back to Skip's Cowboys for a moment. Should they actually be favored heading into this Minnesota matchup on mm-hmm. Sunday? That's next right here on Undisputed. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Despite Dak Prescott and the Cowboys getting upset against the Packers this past Sunday, they still find themselves as two-point favorites, according to BoxBet Sportsbook, when they travel on up to Minnesota this weekend. Shannon, what does this tell you the Cowboys are actually two-point favorites at the Vikings? Well, it doesn't tell me anything. It's not like Minnesota's getting those points. I don't get why, get why people get caught up in this stuff like this. They were five-point favorites on the road again. Green Bay, where'd that get y'all, Skip? You upset? Going to get you upset again, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Watch when you come back on Monday. Mm. Two weeks in a row, I won't see this. Mm. I'll see okay. this. <laughs> I would love it. Look. You, you booking I, it? Yeah, yeah. We're going to have some do on it. Yes, we are. Uh, okay, so mm-hmm. you're talking real big. Now. Yep. You always do this, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then come th- Friday, you're like, I-, I don't know, you know. No, I don't I, I didn't need that. that. I just no, need that. I need the opposite of that. <laughs> Look, your defense, Skip, you, you got the reeling. Especially your run defense. And the way to protect your quarterback from because your pass uh, win rate is second to none. You guys can get after the quarterback like no other team in the NFL. Parsons, Armstrong, D-Law, all those guys. Fowler, you can get to the quarterback. But in the process now, you don't get a whole lot of credit for stopping the run. Who the number one rush defense? Uh, def- nobody, nobody knows. Nobody cares. But you know who number one in sacks. You know who uh, 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 pressures and QB hits. And that's what has happened to your Cowboys. Mm. Your guys want to get those sacks, and you're getting out of your lanes, and people are gashing you. That is now, true. You gave up two. You gave up 43 rushes for 239 against the, uh, the Bears. Mm-hmm. You gave up 200 yards against the Packers. Mm-hmm. You gave up 173 against the Cardinals. 
Cardinals, uh, no, Minnesota went and got 147 against the Bills, seventh best rush mm-hmm. defense. 173 against the Cardinals, ninth rush b- defense. 117 against the Bears, 126 against the Packers. Okay. So they can run the football also. Now, I understand that you want to, you know, you figure you can get hits on, uh, um, and I'm sure DQ is telling him this, we get hits on Cousins, we can rattle it. Yep. That's where we're going to run old Dalvin Cook and Madison. Mm. Going to run them down. Now, now they're a week. Yeah, okay. yeah. And guess what? Mm. He'll have another chain on after the game. Really? He's going to have a good go to six chains. Mm. Yes. So, Skip, all that, I get it. Vegas, Vegas been taking some hits lately. Because I'm sure people, but they looked at the Green Bay Packers, had lost five straight, five points. Man, they're not going to be anything. The uh, Cowboys going to be able to, ooh, after what they've been doing, mm. cost them some money. Going to really? cost you again on Sunday, too. Mm. I think Kirk Cousins will be wearing eight chains after this game. Maybe let's go to nine because he's right now two and eight against Dallas, so it'll go to two and nine. So they ought to put nine chains around him. He might right? be number. You know what? After this week, he might be. They might be the number one seed in the NFC. Huh. You like that? We're about to chain him up as usual. <laughs> okay, okay. He's so, a different Kirk this time around. Here's my reaction to this. I was not only surprised by it, I was pleasantly shocked over this because this is all I need to know. The odds makers, and they're not wrong about this. They're they're looking at this saying, wait a second, that team is just better than that team, even at that team's place. What has happened the last two years? My backup quarterbacks have gone up to Kirk Cousins' home, his building up in Minneapolis, and Andy Dalton beat him two years ago, and then Cooper Rush beat him in Cooper Rush's first ever NFL start last year, about this time on a Sunday night game, solo stage game, in Minneapolis. So Kirk Cousins has lost back-to-back years to my backup quarterback. What does that tell you? It tells you we have owned Kirk Cousins since he was in Washington. Didn't I just tell you he's a different guy now? You don't think he's different than what he was in Washington? Dak is four and one against Kirk Cousins. Four and one. You like what you saw on Sunday from Dak? Okay, I, I agree with you that Kirk Cousins has a new lease on life because when in doubt, he just looks for 18 and just throws it somewhere in that direction. And 18 often goes and snatches yeah, it out of the sky. It's working too. Okay. It, it is working because he is big time. <laughs> he has not put up big time numbers against my team because last year on Sunday night football in his house, Justin Jefferson caught two balls for a grand total of 21 yards. Can we hold him to that this team? It's doubtful because he's just flying high right now. But but if we could keep him under 100 yards, that would be pretty good. But you know what he did, Skip? Something that goes unnoticed, go back and look at the, uh, that long touchdown run on Dalvin Cook and see who got that fourth safety. Okay. It was 18. Uh, so he might, he might be required to do some other things other than catching 10, 13, 14 balls. But – Run the football early, get y'all on y'all heels, make y'all play that man cover so uh, Diggs can't get that help over the top, mm. and then watch you eat. Okay. Speaking of receivers, the guy on the other side this coming Sunday up at Minneapolis is a guy who wears number 88 for my team, and he had a coming out party at Green Bay, and it was the only silver lining to the lost day that was or lost night that was at Green Bay because – Dak threw him 15 balls. We just saw one of them, which was ill-fated. But out of those 15, he caught 11 of them for 150 yards and two touchdowns. It was his career day. And maybe it was a breakout, breakthrough kind of day in which the guy you call C.D. Dam 
suddenly said, damn, <laughs> Shannon, watch this. Oh, you, That's you, what he said. Okay. Uh, because I, I think he looked like a top 10 receiver, and maybe it's right on schedule for him to go up and show up number 18 on the other side, that 88 is going to outplay 18 in that game. Mm. I think it's got potential. You think so? Yes, I do. All right, so what do I know about my team? Well, I know the odds makers are saying, well, we just saw what happened. Through three quarters, it was 28 to 14 Dallas at Green Bay, as it should have been, as you predicted it would be. You said 27 to 13. Mm-hmm. So if you'd had a three quarters prediction, <laughs> you would have been right. I said it was going to be 31 to 28 Dallas, and unfortunately, we did not even attempt the 53 yard field goal that could have made my prediction. Uh, on point. I know good and well. No guts, no glory. Skip Bayless ain't talking about no field goal. You should have kicked the field goal. You always like when they go for it on fourth down. Now you're talking I, about. I didn't like that. I didn't like the odds. I didn't like the feel. <laughs> I didn't like the way Dak had played through the fourth quarter in overtime. He was shrinking, and I. You think I was joking about this. I almost wished that we could have a new system in place in the National Football League whereby Dak was he could play the first three quarters and let Cooper Rush close the game. I believe Cooper Rush would have closed that game with a W. Well, first of all, you wouldn't have had that 14-point lead if Cooper Okay, Rush well, I just said let Dak play three quarters and then let him close. <laughs> no one's ever done that, but in the other sport, they do that, they do right? That, yeah. Okay, well, I don't know why. I know it's thinking way outside the box. Maybe that's the box that should be thought outside of okay. when it comes comes to my team. Mm -hmm. So what do I know? My team is still the number one pass rush team in pro football. I believe we will knock down Kirk Cousins two or three times, and I think it will shake him up because his helmet always looks too big for his body, right? Yeah. It, it, it just looks like he's fragile underneath you that, that You got helmet. that computer going on in Does there. Does he? Yeah, really? processing information. Huh. So I'm looking at QBR, my favorite stat, as you always say. Kirk Cousins ranks 20th in QBR. He's having a magical, mystical year, but he's 20th in QBR, and he's graded by pro football focus as the 14th best. So he's kind of a middle-of-the-pack Dak kind of a quarterback. Yeah, but right? that's what I've been telling you about Dak. Mm, okay. So he struggles against Dallas. My two backups beat him the last two years. And we have the number one pass rush. I think it's a formula for us to go up and win this game fairly decisively. You had the number one pass rush in Green Bay. Okay, we did. And but we got him early, and we had him on the ropes, and my quarterback threw it to them What twice. you going to do about that rush defense, though? Okay. What y'all got in the rush defense? What's y'all rush defense rank? 29? Uh, is that good? Okay, a lot of that is preparation, and then it's just emotion. It's just how much do you want this? To me, stopping the run is just about guts and glory. It, it's about... I, I, I'm just not going to let this happen anymore. It's not really about talent or size or strength. It's, it's really about intensity. Do you go out and say, we're just not going to allow this? Am I going to control my gap? Am I going to hold my gap no. where, where they can't blow me off the ball? Is my team can, – can Minnesota just blow me off the ball? No, it's about gap control. Yeah, but a lot of times, Skip, when you get sacks and you get the, I, you I, get the praise for getting sacks okay, – You're not, rushing out of your lane. Thank so, you. So you open lanes everywhere. Thank I know you. Coach Landry used to <laughs> preach to his team, and he would preach to me about gap control. Gap it, integrity. It, it, it's all about – that flex defense, it was the weirdest-looking concoction I ever saw because he's, he's setting some defensive linemen off oh, the line right. of screen. Yeah. Some are up, some are a little back, like a half-yard back. Right. And it was because of stop-the-run gap control where they're harder to find and harder to block mm-hmm. for the guards and tackles. And so it, 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 in his mind, would disrupt teams, even though by the end it, it, it got blown up. Oh, but, they'll figure it out. Yeah. If you do anything, they'll, they'll over figure the it out. Okay, so they figured out 
that my guys like to tee off and you can just blow right past them on run plays that that are schemed to take advantage of their sort of overreaction trying to get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it. But you can fix that. That is fixable, and I believe they better fix it because Dalvin Cook, I just saw him go 81 yards for the 27-17 touchdown that absolutely changed that game. It got them back in the game. It put Kirk Cousins in position to pull off yet another Minnesota miracle. You know what, Skip? I think CD will have more success if he changed his number. If you look at all the receivers that's lighted up this year, they got single digit, they got low numbers. The tens, D Hawk, Tyreek, Cooper Cup, 14, Stephon Diggs, the two seventeens, Waddle and Adams. You look at 18, okay. Jordan Jefferson. Okay, I don't disagree with that, but there's a larger point there. <laughs> when when you look at the legacy he's trying to live up to, it's just impossible, right. man. It's just too many eighty. Don't you want to create your own legacy? Well, he said he did, but he got pressured into <laughs> it by Michael Irvin. Our guy Michael just said, hey. You're next. I mean, two. I mean, can you imagine if he had that two like he was in college? Well, he wanted the two originally. Yes. He chose two originally, and they said no because the mantle just got passed. The torch got passed to you. You have to wear 88. I mean, now, Skip, it's almost I – I look to see receivers in single-digit or low numbers. I ain't even looking to see no 80. I already know. Yeah, they now, – now it used to be single-digit numbers, Skip. They gave those the numbers to guys that weren't going to make the team. Okay. Now it seems like they're giving 80 guys to – giving 80 numbers to the guys that ain't going to make the team because all the receivers, they want low numbers. Hey, I believe in this concept. I believe that <laughs> CeeDee Lamb in his – in his deep subconscious, he doesn't love when he looks in the mirror in the, the locker room yeah. before the game. He's like, I, I don't want to be 88. It's just something about those low numbers now that just like. You, you feel sleeker. You yeah. feel faster. Yeah. You, you feel lighter. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe you feel more like you, you're just better at number two. Yeah. Right. Because that's who you thought you were. Yeah. Right. Didn't he want to be DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah. Because like, yeah, that was his did. favorite. He said that was his favorite player, you know. Yeah. D-Hop is 10. Okay. 10 been pretty good. D-Hop, Cooper Cup, and Tyreek. Okay. So I'm liking my chances. You like I, your chances? Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to go straight up right now. I'm going to go way out on the end of the limb for two cases. It's done. I need the two. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm going to give you to the end of the week. We got three days to pick. Okay. Think about I got it. two cases because my team is better than that team, and my quarterback obviously needs to play a little to a lot better you than believe he did that? at Green You believe Bay. that better? I do believe We'll give me the two points day right no, now. No, heck no. Oh, well, you, you don't just, believe that bad? Well, you just accepted the bad. No, I didn't accept no bad yet. You just said two. I'm, I'm what say, is this? I'm saying two cases for two points. For two, No, you did not. That's what two mean, two for two. Huh. No, my overconfidence got you, and then you said, oh, now I need the two points. Two for two. There's no points. This is at Minnesota against an 8-1 and one team? You love you some Kirk Cousins. Believe in him. Bet on him. Mm-hmm. Put your do where your mouth I mean, is. And he played, I mean, you know, they lost to Philly, but if you look at it, they, you know, they were knocking on the door a bunch of times. Okay, so was Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush wasn't knocking he on the door. He was nothing. knocking. It was 20 to 17 early in the fourth quarter. Well, he, had, he had yeah. got turned away. And my defense couldn't stop Jalen Hurts on three straight third downs. Man, how many times did they turn him away, Skip? Hmm? The Eagles. Beat the brakes up, y'all. Mm. They felt sorry they? for you. I, I yeah. How's 20 to 17 early in the fourth quarter at what Philadelphia was the final score? the brakes? You it, were down bad, though, Skip. You were down bad. Okay, but we came right back because that's what Cooper Rush and does. Then, and then what happened? What did your defense do? Mm. You came out here the next day talking about your defense let you down. Three straight third and downs. The third, the, he, he converted. Jalen converted with his legs three straight times. Mm. No? For a cousin. Yeah. You're betting on the wrong man on that one. He will bite you. Hello. You just came out here. You been kill- You done killed Dak for two segments. Okay. He has to be better than him. 
But he's always it, been better than is him. Is he better than him? Well, he's going to have to be. He's he's four and one against him. He's about to be five. No, and no, one. no, 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 no. Half of those victories came when he was in Washington. We know. Maybe that. we see the new light in the NFL. Maybe we run the ball forty-nine times. Well, you should. Okay. Well, we well should. it would sure help Skip if yep. you get Zeke Elliott back, and yep. he's he's making a lot of noise that he will be ready. He almost played versus the Packers. So that could be a real game changer for y'all. Tony Parker. All right, gentlemen, how much did last night's loss damage Jalen Hurts' MVP campaign? <laughs> Let's get your opinions and dive in on the other side of this break. All right, so Jalen Hurts, he threw for 175 yards, two touchdowns, one interception in the Eagles' first loss of the season. They went down to the Commanders last night. Shannon, now that Jalen Hurts and the Eagles lost their first game, does this mean Patrick Mahomes is going to run away with MVP? No, he's not going to run away with it, but I had Patrick Mahomes in the lead. Uh, Every other publication that I've seen had Patrick Mahomes in the lead. And I don't think he did anything with Sunday's performance to deter that. I mentioned two weeks ago that at some point in time, we're going to have to bring two into this equation. His numbers are too good. He's leading the, uh, uh, the league skipping QBR. And his touchdown rate is going up. And his interception rate level hasn't moved. He's now 18-3. and three. Patrick, uh, Patrick Mahomes, I think, if I'm not mistaken, is 25-7. and seven. He's a little less than 3,000 yards. It doesn't work, Skip. At the end of the day, yes, you won't win. But... MVP in any of these awards for pro sports is still a stat award. Jalen Hurts' stat just doesn't add up. You just can't say, well, he's undefeated. He's the best player on an undefeated team. It doesn't work like that. Mm. Because you look at Patrick Mahomes, he lead the NFL in touchdown passes with 25. He's, he's uh, 29, almost 2,936 yards passing, leads the league. Uh, 326 yards passing a game, leads the league. He's second in QBR behind uh, Tua, 78.6 to 82.6. And so I I don't really know, like I said, right now, if I think if if it ended today, I believe Mahomes would win it, Tua would finish second. I'm not so sure Hurts might finish third, or they might give it to Tyreek or uh, uh, Josh Allen. But no, Skip, I mean, Hurts' numbers, Skip, He's 13th in pass yards. He's 14th in yards passing per game. He's 6th in QBR, which isn't bad. But when you look at his numbers compared to Tua, and you look at his numbers compared to uh, uh, Mahomes, remind you now, Tua missed two games. He missed two games and got numbers like this. So for me, no, nah, I don't think Jalen Hurts, you know, he, I mean, he, he did okay last night. I've seen him play better. That wasn't his finest moment last night. But no, I don't think, I don't even think he's, he's even close. Uh, if they got it, he wouldn't get any first place votes now. Not mm. to, maybe somebody from Philly, but no. Mm. So help me out. Is there a rule in place or an even a bylaw in place that says stats determine MVP? Yeah, or, it is. It is because it's a stat award. I mean, that's well, skip. I mean, nobody's written that in concrete. So you. So in other words, if a guy skip. So in other words, if a guy's on a a a, a, a team that goes fourteen and two, and the quarterback doesn't have top doesn't have top ten stats. He's not winning the MVP. Well, who says? Who, who says he shouldn't win the MVP? Has it ever happened? Well, no. I, I don't know. We'd have to sort of break it down. But, but the point is that in the end, Jalen Hurts has done more. He, he's been more valuable to his team than Mahomes has been to no his way. team. No way. Well, no. Well, he just has been because he changed the whole culture. That team has been rebuilt around his backbone, or around his 
his commitment, his dedication. He is the leader and the playmaker for that team. And by the way, I thought he was really good last night. That should not have hurt his MVP status at all. But, Skip, if you think about it, Mahomes lost the most explosive offensive weapon in football, and he's still number one across the board in everything except QBR. That's got to count for something, right? Still has the best pass-catching tight end in NFL history. Skip, but still, he's doing it with um, uh, Scantling. He's doing it with Juju. He's doing it with... Uh, uh, remember uh, uh, Tony, uh, Kadarius Tony. Mm-hmm. Giants couldn't get anything out of him. Now he looks like he fouled life. Pacheco, okay. come on, Skip. Okay, but in that that offense, in that system with Andy Reid at the controls, he's just going to put up numbers because that's what that Can offense does. Did Alex Smith ever look like Patrick Mahomes in that offense with those same weapons? No, nope. but he didn't have half the arm that Patrick had. There you go. Okay, so... I do see on Patrick's resume so far this year, I see two losses. Yeah. Is that possible? Yeah. Oh, how, how did he lose a game at Indianapolis? Easy. This is the NFL. Should, the, same way, the same way the Dallas Cowboys lost in Green Bay. No, we're not talking about the Cowboys. No, I'm just saying losses no. happen at the NFL. Okay, but not for an MVP because yeah. this, this is the kind of performance where you'd say, well, wait a second, how did that happen? Because remember the last play of the game at Indianapolis? Yeah. No, Skip. Okay. Hold on. So if, since you asked me the stat is a prerequisite, is losses a prerequisite? Can you not have losses and win the MVP? Well, it just depends how many you have and how bad, how ugly they, they wind up. No, in the end. no, Skip. Even though with those two losses, Skip, look at the man's numbers. The man is 700 yards clear. Hmm. He's, he's 11 touchdown passes clear. Okay. He's he, 80 yards per game clear. What, what happened on the last play at Indy? It's first and 10 lost, at the Indy 46. Skip, I, they I lost think we the game. have that. Do we have that play? Skip it. Huh? Do you, do you remember what happened? The he lost. They play? lost the game. Last yeah. play of the game, and he throws it. To, oh, he threw it to the wrong team. Got tipped up. It was a bad idea. It was heavily defended and tipped in the air to an interception that ended the game. Okay. okay? That was that an MVP throw because you you, you only lost twenty to seventeen. Yeah. So you you deprived your team of a chance so to go win. So, so at least get so, it to overtime. So, so what about what what about going on the road to doing what he did to Tampa? Mm. What about what he did going on the road okay, to I'm San Francisco? You. Okay, but at home. He lost to Buffalo, and would you believe he threw two big interceptions in that game? Yes. He had a QBR of only 59. I think we have the two interceptions. They lost 24 to 20. Do we have the two Kansas City? Oh, here we do. I don't know how we had it's, it's a miracle. It's magic. He's throwing. He's going to throw it in the end zone. Wait a second. That, that's awful. That, that's the worst of Patrick Mahomes, right? That was third and goal from the nine, right? And here he goes again. He's going to throw a little sidearm to nobody except to a Buffalo Bill. That was first Johnson and 10 for his own 30. The okay? guy made a great play. That's 56 seconds left in the yeah, fourth Yeah, the guy quarter. made a great play. Didn't the guy not make a great play? That, that ends the game, a, a game that you only lost 24 to 20. So he's throwing picks that killed his team in two games. He ruined his team's chances of winning both well, games many, with late picks. So, so what is those 25 touchdowns? Do you think any of those 25 touchdowns okay. help him win? I got it. But now you're just looking. You're blinded by the big stats that Andy Reid's offense Skip, is always going to produce. You make it seem like the guy is 2-7. and seven. He's 7-2. and two. Okay, he's 7-2, and two, but he cost his team both those games. That should actually count towards docking him toward the MVP. So, so what about – let me ask you a question. So what about those 25 touchdowns? Did any of those help his team win? Okay, but so what? <coughs> okay, all, all I know is that 
at Indy, they're not very good, and they were really not very good at that point. And you lost on a late interception that could, that deprives so your team of a chance to actually yeah. kick a field Skip, goal. It's and, the like, NFL. You know yeah. how this works. Just okay. because well, somebody's not good, I'm, I'm that doesn't not, mean they can't. They're a professional football team. Okay, Jalen Hurts has changed life in Philadelphia. And he had the ball a grand total of 20 minutes out of 60 last night. 20 of 60. And if Brandon Graham doesn't make that that foolish error at the end of the game, he's going to get the ball back. And I don't have any doubt he would have gone down and scored and won the game because that's what he does. That's what he's been doing for that team. He scored three touchdowns for that team last night. And if we could go back and, and go through the three turnovers if we could, could we see the interception that he quote unquote threw to A.J. Brown to start off with? This is probably his best throw of the night. I don't know if you can throw a football any better than that. Hit A.J. right in the hands. Maybe it's ill-advised because the safety is going to come into play here. But again, this ball goes right through everybody's hands and into A.J.'s and he just couldn't hang on to it. Okay. It bobbles up in the air and the safety took it away. All right. And then here we go. This is the Dallas Goddard play. And it's, it's a horrendous face mask. That's not Jalen's fault. It should have been 15 more yards and Philly's going but, in to score. But, Skip, what a, but okay. Skip, you, but hold on. Okay. I and remember, then, Skip, hold on, you remember last year. I think hold we're going to see the Quez play here before we finish here. But, but we got Quez Watkins coming up. And, and again, you, you said earlier in the show, this should have been a touchdown. It should have. Well, this, this breaks the game open. They're okay. right back in charge. Okay, guess what, then. Skip? Okay, okay, guess what? That's a touchdown. So right. now he has 15 touchdowns to Mahomes 25. Okay. But, but now you're 9-0 and is what you are. Those, those plays there's, cost them 9-0. Yeah, there's and no guarantee that okay, they hold there's on. no guarantee, but I'm pretty sure those are game changers. Skip, I don't those think. Those are all fourth quarter plays. Skip, the numbers that Mahomes is putting up. Mm-hmm. When, now, this is the halfway point. So now you go and project that out over another seven games, eight games. You look at these numbers. So you mean to tell me a guy that has 5,700 passing yards, 53 touchdowns, and his team is the number one seed in the AFC, I mean in the AFC, and you think they're going to give the MVP to somebody else? Okay, who's surprised by his, whatever it is, 25 touchdowns? Everybody because they said he wasn't going to be able to do it without Tyreek. How can we sweep under the carpet the interceptions he threw in the two losses? They should dock him. So, it should diminish so his chances. So let me ask you a question. Does, does Jalen Hurts have any turnovers? Sure. Okay, so we should dock About him. Three, but they didn't lose the game. They weren't game losers. Those are game I just showed you the game losers. The interception last night. The interception last game night. Losers. Did, did they lose the game last night? Yes, they he did. He threw a pick last night, right? Okay, did okay. it look like a pick to you hold in on. the air? No. We, we, hold on. We've seen balls go off Juju's hand with interception. We see a ball go off Kelsey's hand that were interceptions. Okay, but I just showed you bad balls. Balls that were yeah. intercepted that lost games. Skip. There are two losses. You can put it right on that guy's shoulders. Skip, even if they hadn't lost the game, you're still going to try to fight. Skip, the fact of the matter is, Tua, I mean, uh, uh, Hurts is not a better thrower of the football. He's not a better quarterback. Well, he's, not a, he's not the MVP this season. He's a better leader. No, he, he's, he's not. He's more consistent. He's more dependable. You don't, skip, 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 stop this. He you just know. is. He just is. He's changed life in Philadelphia. I'm not taking away from what he did last night. Hold on. And Patrick Mahomes has not changed life in Kansas City? Okay. I'm just saying, right now, the more valuable player has been Jalen Hurts to date. Skip, he's the most valuable player on his team. No. Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable player in the NFL. Mm. There's a difference between the two. No. Before Patrick Mahomes got there, the the Chiefs were never perennial Super Bowl contenders. Every year in the AFC – who okay, do they protect? Fine. Okay, but Patrick Mahomes, you, you can't argue out of this. He's cost his team two games, and Jalen has cost his team no games. How many games has he won for them? Who? 
Patrick Mahomes. Okay, well, Jalen won all of his because he's the no, whole he show. No, he did. lost. Okay. Skip. The nub skip. I don't care. How much blame are you putting on Jalen Hurts for last night? I put zero. Skip. We don't see this man throw for 400 yards. Remember he threw for 400? Yeah, you're blinded by the numbers. Skip okay. the nub. You talk about numbers, and that's all you talk about with Brady is numbers. That's all you talk about with Jordan is numbers. Not no. numbers don't matter. No, I'm just talking about it, it, eye test matters. What? Smell test matters, and, and I don't like the are way you, Are Mahomes you blind? Smells. Can you not see that Mahomes is a better quarterback? I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is trash, mm-hmm. but he can't hold a candle to Mahomes. Okay, but that's not the question. Who has played better? Who's been more Mahomes? Baloney lost two games for his team. Because he lost two games. Well, wow. the, oh, well, let's just forget about those because he's your guy, so let's forget. Skip. So, skip. It's, just, it's the, absurd. Skip. No, you, you just, can't argue out of this just, one. Skip, there's nothing to argue. Nobody thinks Jalen Hurst is having a better okay. year than Mahomes. The, the, yes, they. I do, and I'll bet a whole lot of people in Philadelphia would tell you that. Skip, I, there's a reason why I voted for this award for a decade. I there's don't a, care. There's a reason why I told you Aaron Rodgers was going to win the last two. There's mm. a reason when I told you Matt Ryan was going to win it. How do you know? Because I know how the voters think. Mm. I was okay. a voter for this. Okay, well, they're wrong. It's <laughs> okay. been Jalen Hurts. From start to finish, it, and I called it. It's not even close. Yeah, it, it's not even it's close. It's not even close. It's not even close. Yeah. Let's forget about those interceptions because they don't count. They happen. I guess Kansas City is 9-0. I guess you're going to forget about oh, those 25 touchdowns. 9-0. Those 25 oh. touchdowns didn't happen. I don't know. I've never seen anything like this before. Did you saw what did you saw? What Patrick you, Mahomes can do no wrong. Of course. He cannot throw he's interceptions. Human. It's over. Give him the award. He's the best quarterback in yeah. football he's going Shannon right Shuff's now. guy, so it's over. He's the best quarterback oh. going. Oh, really? He's the best quarterback going. There's no doubt. Hmm. Well, he wasn't last year. Well, hey. Shannon, the there's about to be a tough stretch coming up for the Chiefs. That's for sure. Don't forget, two is lurking right there yes, with Jalen. Absolutely. It's going to be an interesting mm-hmm. close to the season. Mm-hmm. All right, gentlemen, let's move on. Let's talk a little NBA this morning because some curious comments from KD. Was KD praising LeBron or taking a shot at him? Oh, my goodness. We've got what he said about the king. Coming up next, Skip and Shannon debate. Kevin Durant said LeBron James is a top two or three player of all time. He said there's always going to be excitement when LeBron steps out on the floor. All right, interpretation time. Shannon, do you think this was a compliment or a shot? Nothing but a compliment. There's been 5,000, a little over 5,000 players that's ever played in the NBA. And to say a current player that you're playing against is one of the two or three best to ever play the game? How is that a shot? Nobody would nobody would perceive that. I don't care if there's only 10 people and you say you're one of the three, you're one of the 10 best to ever do something. He said out of 5,000, you're one of the three best to ever do said thing. I don't take it any other way but a compliment, a ginormous accomplishment coming from someone of KD's caliber. That's not some fan. That's not some random guy. That's not some run-of-the-mill guy. That's a generational talent in Kevin Durant saying a peer of his is one of the two or three best players to ever play the game. I don't take it in anything, nothing but a compliment. And how someone can take that as a shot is unbeknownst to me. But I'm sure. Wait a second. Time out. What do you tell me on a daily basis on this show that he's the GOAT, Skip, right? that's what I said. Oh, that's what I said. You say it's a done deal, it's over and Skip. out, it's not even close. You've used the words not even close. Can I ask you a question? 
Tell me one thing in sports that we can debate on that's going to be universal across the board. You can't get universal to say Michael Jordan is the GOAT. You can't get people universal across the board to say Tom Brady is the GOAT. So this is clearly a shot because Kevin Durant love hates LeBron James. I think he loves him off the court as a quasi friend. I don't know if we'd go so far as to say they're friends, but they're friendly. We, we can go that far. He hates the fact that so much of the media is is so it, it, the idolizing of LeBron, the overprotecting of LeBron eats at Kevin Durant. Well, he could have played he, with Jordan there, okay, well, well, he calls them fanboys, and he's taking shots at the fanboys who leap to LeBron's defense at every junction in his career. But the but KD understands that KD has never got the criticism for the shortcomings that LeBron has got. Okay. So clearly, he has fanboys. All right, but the point is that, that, that he grates at the fact that the Shannon Sharps of the world just immediately proclaim LeBron the GOAT, that he's better than Jordan, he's proven it. And, and Kevin, I, I will promise you, he gets sick and tired of hearing that. So he knows it will be perceived as a little bit, if not a lot of a shot, for him to say, Oh, he's the second or maybe the third best, which brings, I think, magic into Skip, the equation. let me ask you a question. So you don't think all these other great quarterbacks get tired of hearing Tom Brady's the GOAT? So you don't think Montana, you don't think Peyton Manning, you don't think any Terry Bradshaw, you don't throw everybody. So this is what I don't get about you, is that everybody is so, oh, they love Tom Brady and everything they say about him is the gospel. But the minute somebody else, he prays on somebody else, that's a slight how? Okay, well, Tom Brady has won seven Super Bowls and ten tries and should have won two more, and everybody knows that. Skip. Nobody but you thinks he's not the GOAT. No, Skip. Right? All I'm saying, but you make it seem so, but everybody's still not in accordance that Tom Brady is the GOAT. Well, they're not? No. Find, find me somebody. You? Skip. You're on an island we, on that we've one. Heard, Skip, we've heard people to say Montana because he didn't lose, or they said Peyton Manning because he had to do more than what Brady does. There is nothing universal. Maybe you can get it in hockey with Gretzky because he was so great for such a long time and all the goals he scored and all the assists, but come on. I, I've only heard one human say Tom Brady's not the GOAT. Now, I'm, my ears are wide open. It's you. You're the only one. Skip, there have been people that said LT's the GOAT. There's people that says Jerry Rice is the GOAT. Stop saying that. If you want to say GOAT quarterback. I don't know that. I've never heard that. Now you've never heard it. Well, I haven't. Now you've never heard it. Show me. Call it up. Show me. So Just so I'm hearing you correctly. So if we were to say who's the GOAT, Brady, Montana, Rice, or LT, Tom Brady's going to get 100% of the vote. I've never heard anybody say I, those that's people. Not, Skip, just answer the question. Don't think anybody. Okay, who we get? Who, who we polling? We can poll whoever you want. You want a hundred? You want a, a hundred uh, media people? Whomever. All right, a hundred media people. Yes. Yes, I'll take a hundred current media and people. And he'll get all hundred votes. He would get a hundred. It'd be a hundred to nothing. No, he wouldn't. He no, he would. Would, no, he would not. No, he would not. No, I'm sorry. No, he, he would not. No, nope. it's, it's not even close to use nope. your pet phrase. Okay, so. For Kevin to even open the door, he, he's a shrewd operator, and he knows that the fanboys are going to say, what? No. You didn't immediately proclaim your contemporary, your peer, Skip. LeBron James, Skip. is the GOAT? On, only you comes to that no, kind of no. conclusion. Uh -uh. Skip, sometimes, sometimes people will heap praise and sincerely mean it. Only you heap faint praise. Okay, what are you talking about? This is faint praise. This is damning with faint that's praise. That's what you said. No, that's what I know. So why can't he be? Can, why can't, okay, why do you know? How do you know? I, I just know Kevin ah! Durant because I know what he did. He chose to go to Golden oh State God. because he knew 
He wanted a piece of LeBron in the finals, and he knew he could get there, and he knew easily he would be the best player on the floor for the Golden State Warriors, and obviously he had a lot of help. But they needed help because they needed somebody to put, push them over the edge and over the top against so LeBron. So Kevin Durant is lying. would come back from, from three games to one down, and they had gone all the way across the country to beg Kevin to come save them. So if, and guess what he did? He went and saved is them. Is Kevin Durant lying? Lying about what? He, so he doesn't believe that LeBron James is one of the two or three best players in the NBA. No, I mean, that's fine. Okay, but he didn't proclaim him the GOAT so, because he'll, he'll let the fanboys do that. So, so, he watches the show. He knows what you're doing. Skip, he knows. Skip, that's a shot at you. Skip, that ain't no shot at me. Well, it is. You skip, should take it as one. No, why should I take it? He's entitled to his opinion as I'm entitled to mine. Okay. I just don't think every time says some, someone gives someone credit that they're lying or there's something nefarious behind what they're saying hey, and why he, they're saying it. He has taken shots at the idolatrous media surrounding LeBron James, calling them fans. Fanboys. Yeah. This is a shot at the fanboys. You, you can either no, include no, yourself no, in the group let me ask or you not. Question. Let me ask you question. You want to do. Are those the fanboys that voted his ass MVP? So what were they when they voted him MVP? Okay, well, he ripped him the next I, no, year. No, 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 I get that. So what yeah. were they he when they you, voted him? You don't know SH yeah. about basketball. Okay, I get that. So what were they when they voted him MVP? Were they not fans? Fans of Kevin? Yes. I don't think they're fans. I don't think they like him. So they voted him MVP. He is completely unlikable. He makes himself unlikable. He bites the hand that feeds him. He did it the next year at the All-Star Game. He said, you guys don't know SH about basketball. The same group that had voted him MVP because they couldn't help it. Because he had gone 50, 40, 90 in 2014. Try try that on for size. How about this here? This is when you know somebody don't like you. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds' ass is not in the Hall of Fame. Roger Clemens' ass is not in the Hall of Fame because the media don't like him. If they didn't like because him. Because of steroids. It's not didn't like him. There are a lot of guys that got into the Hall of Fame that has clouds of steroids around them. Well, those were two pretty obvious clouds. Hold on. but steroids illegal? You know and I know that's did, about did, 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 Hold on, Barry Bonds never tested positive? No, but there's a book written about him with chapter and verse and so, so glory the details. They, there's a lot of books written about oh. a lot of people, okay. but we choose to believe what we want to believe. With that being said, were the people that voted Kevin Durant, were they fans? It's a simple yes no, or simple no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so they're they're not fans. They're not fans. What, what are you talking about? So why they vote him MVP? Because are they fans of Mahomes because they vote him? No. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you don't like someone, you're not voting for them. That's baloney. Then that's wrong. That's completely wrong. So, so, now, now you're questioning the integrity of skip, the voters? Yeah. We've seen. Oh, the master question. So how did the guy leave Ken Griffey Jr. off his ballot? Ken Griffey Jr. was one vote short of having unanimous. So how did that happen? Who knows? It's one random guy. But see, that is one random guy. It could be one one random person voted the Vanderbilt Commodores to win the SEC this year in football. How do you explain that? It's just one random lunatic. The problem is, is that you pick and choose. Oh, it's fans. I don't pick and choose. No. Skip, there's a human element. We've seen guys that was nasty to the media. When it comes time for Hall of Fame votes, they use that against them. Sure, we've seen that a lot. Okay, then. In the Bonds and Clemens case, it's just flat out about steroids. You know it, and I know it. Skip, you and I both know. If, they, if Barry Bonds Roger had a better... Roger was beloved. People, everybody loved him. He's a good interview. They're, they're, nobody hated Barry, Roger Clemens. Barry Bonds, if he was not... There were a lot of guys that got in to the Hall of Fame that had, the, had a bigger cloud around them but was nicer to the media than Barry Bonds. You and I both know I that. I don't know. Show me one. 
Andy Pettit, maybe? I don't Andy know. Andy Pettit's not the Hall of Fame. But I'm saying, but is, there's there's a, a, is I, that who I, you're I, talking I about? I don't want to call nobody name out, but we know. But we don't know. I Hold don't on. know. Hold on. There was a guy that tested positive that works at this network of mm-hmm. MLB. So don't give me that bull, John. I'm talking about we okay. don't know. Okay, well, did you call him out? They don't need to call him out, but we know. Okay. We know. Okay. That what? Okay, now you know what? They tested positive for steroids. Okay. Well, it was it was reported, right? On the list? Is that what you're talking about? Now, we now don't nobody know nothing. Like okay. I said, they pick and choose. Who they like. One guy they like, the other guy they didn't, and the other guy couldn't hold a candle to Barry. You know that, I know that. Stop playing. Okay, well, I covered Barry Bonds and you didn't, so I think I was Love the up debate, close guys. and personal. About I can see. Yeah. I didn't have so to cover, but I can see. Time I can to wrap too. it up, though. We're done with this topic. Great insight, gentlemen, but we've got to move on because we have a lot more of the show to get to, including diving in a little bit deeper to Dak and his blame for the Cowboys' loss to the Packers. How much should he get? Skip and Shannon will direct all their energy into that when we come back. Bob Sturm of The Athletic says Dak Prescott is, quote, flirting with disaster in a recent article. He talks about how Dak still struggles to pull out critical road games and is pressing himself into doing things he's never really done before, which according to Bob, led to the interceptions that cost Dallas that last game. Shannon, what do you think is going on with Dak? Nothing. Dak is what I thought he was. I thought he was a middle pack quarterback somewhere around 12 to 15. Some people think he's a top 10 quarterback, top five. I've never viewed Dak as that. Um, It's not special. Dallas driving the fourth quarter in overtime. Punt, punt, end of regulation, turnover on down. Dak has three game-winning drives in the past four seasons. Kirk Cousins and Daniel Jones have five this season. Dak is not an upper echelon quarterback. And as soon as people realize that, they wouldn't be so upset. I mean, you, the only way you remember, the only way you can get upset or get disappointed is there's expectations. You have an expectation because you think Dak is this. I don't believe that. Skip, if people thought Dak was what, why do they keep asking Jerry, is Dak living up to that contract? Not one time have you ever heard someone ask, is Patrick Mahomes living up to that contract? Okay, Has Tom so, Brady lived up to that contract? Okay, so what's your point? My I mean, point, that is the point. No, he's what he is. Okay, but he made $75 million just last year. 75 guaranteed into the bank Skip, million dollars. Skip, I cook breakfast. That doesn't make me a chef. Just because somebody makes a lot of money, you've got to stop this line of thinking. Somebody is the highest paid at something. They're great at said thing. That's not true. Expectations a lot of, rise okay. with that number. They go through the roof. Doesn't, make, doesn't mean you're going to meet them. Mm, so nope. then, now, see, when your expectations rise because you pay someone X amount of dollars, now you set yourself up because you've had expectations when they haven't shown you anything to meet those expectations. Mm-hmm. I can see if he had a deep playoff run. I can see if he had four or five comebacks in a given season. He's never had that. Mm. But you, your blind loyalty and love has blinded you again. You can't see the forest from the trees. Even as I cut trees and give you a path to look right through it, you still will not. Are you saying me or just people You, I'm talking about you. Well, look, I, I don't have any blind loyalty to Dak Prescott. The, the, the Cowboys. I did for a while. But the thing, look, Cowboy, Cowboy, what, what are y'all country? What are y'all nation? What, what, what do they call you guys? Like, we got Bronco country. Nation. Yeah, okay. The Raider Nation and Redskin. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Washington, whatever. They, I don't even what they, they can't call Commander Nation now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to call themselves now, Skip. Chief's Kingdom. Yeah, right. 
Oh, so y'all, so mm. Cowboy Nation, okay. Yes. Yeah. Cowboy Nation is, is flawed. Y'all have blind, you talk about blinders, because no matter what, you guys always see the glasses half full. So no matter how bad things look, and guess what? Next year, watch next year. We're going to come back. Jerry says we're going to do this, this, and this, and we're going to be. No, you're not. Skip, Dak is what he is. Dak is not a top 10 quarterback. I don't view him as that. I've never viewed him as that. I've tried to keep my expectations of what I believe he is somewhere between that 12, 15 ranking. You want to put him into the top 10, and you put him there because he made $75 million one year. Mm. Well, That's I didn't put him in the top 10 because he made $75 million. Well, you put him in the top 10 then. No, I put him on the edge of the top 10 going into this year, oh. hoping that he could achieve like 12th best. Okay. That, yeah. That's where I got him. Okay. All right. So the athletic is assuming that two things are operating here. It, it well could be the contract, number one, check. And number two, Cooper Rush's win streak. Check, check, check. Because all of a sudden, as I told you, when it happened, the bar keeps going up, 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 and up. And when he comes back, he's going to get two gimmies at home. No team in this league has had two easier home games back-to-back than Lions and Bears. And I know Justin Fields is taking off, but it's not equating to victories no. for them. They did win the game at New England. That was highly impressive, and they came close against the Lions, but they lost. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields is phenomenal as a runner. I, I didn't see this at, at Ohio State. I didn't see anything. His acceleration for such a big human being, it's spectacular. Mm-hmm. But still, they're not very good on defense. So Dak got Lions, the worst defense, and Bears, probably a bottom five defense. And he looked pretty good. Not, not really all that good against the Lions because it was almost 13 to 10 Lions right. early in the fourth quarter, and they fumbled on the one-yard line. But the point is that – Cooper Rush showed you something, and he actually showed you something last year. Because remember, if I look back over the last three seasons, I say, show me the signature win that Dak had in a higher degree of difficulty game. Show me a big win for Dak Prescott. Well, I can only show you one. I can show you at New England last year, albeit against a rookie starting quarterback. But it was against Belichick's defense at New England in kind of a showcase late afternoon game. And what happened in overtime? Dak hit CeeDee Lamb with a walk-off touchdown. It was, uh, where's my thing here? He hit him for um, 35 yards. Yeah. So the walk-off TD, 352 left in overtime. His QBR in that game was 63, which is pretty good, but he threw for a bunch of yards because yeah. he's good at throwing for a lot of yards. He threw for 445 and three touchdowns with a pick in that game. Right. But the point was he pulls his calf muscle on the last throw of the game. Right on schedule because he's always got something a little bit wrong with him. It's this, it's that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, he's starting to come across as a little bit brittle and fragile. So all of a sudden, he's lost, and, and they have to throw somebody named Cooper Rush into the fray going up to Minneapolis for a Sunday night game. And what does Cooper Rush goes up there? He goes up there and beats the Vikings in their house with a late clutch touchdown pass to Amari Cooper, no longer a Cowboy. Right. Okay? So that got, that got him to 5-1, and one, but that got him to 6-1. and one. And then, you know what happened? Right on schedule, Dak comes back for the Denver game, and the bottom falls out. The tailspin starts, and I couldn't defend any of it because Dak just stunk and stunk and stunk well, and stunk well, down Jerry the Jerry just defended Dak on his radio show. He said yeah. the strength of what I look at our chance of winning a championship is Dak and his leadership at the position. Dak brings us a separator. 
Now, does that mean Dak's going to win every game and make every comeback in every key situation? No, but by the same token, if you're constructing the possibility of competing for a Super Bowl, I would start on this team right there with D-A-K. He's that, inter- he's that integral to us really being able to have the year we want to have. Okay, so well, what you think and what Jerry thinks, there you go. You're, you're stuck with it. it you, you have to defend it. You have to support it. You have to prop it but up if I was, and hope know, that he rises up to you, that level. But you know what I would do if I was Jerry? I'd be looking to trade Dak, and I'd mm. serve Cooper Rush, and let's see where you go. Mm. Okay. Well, Cooper Rush was really good. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. I bet you you don't win a championship with Cooper Rush. Well, I didn't say it was a championship. Well, what the hell are you talking about then? I, I watched him for five games in a row play better than Dak has for the last three years. So, okay. So, three years. So remove it, that. It tore my guts out to watch it because that works. Can he that win works. you a championship? I don't know. Maybe. Trent Dilfer won you a championship. Skip, they don't right? play football like that anymore. Okay. Well, I don't know. And you maybe. don't got the 2,000 Ravens defense either. Maybe. Okay. Well, if we kept coming, if we were on the roll that we've been on, if we could stop the run, maybe we would have that kind well, of defense. Well, I think that defense gave up. They gave up 62 yards a game rushing. Yep. They didn't reach 1,000 yards in 16 games. Team combined, they didn't rush for 1,000 okay. yards. All right. Y'all don't have them. Where y'all Ray Lewis? Mm. Where y'all Rod Woodson? Micah Parsons. That's who it is. Okay. All right. Well, he better get some defensive player of the year and some MVP to equal old Sugar Bear. He, he needs to. And Rod and, got a defensive player of the year. So yep. yeah. It's hard to win defensive player of the year when you're stuck at linebacker for three-fourths of the game. Yeah, what you they, – they win the awards. They were, LT won three of them. Yeah, but but he wasn't a linebacker. He was an edge rusher. He was a he was a three four linebacker. Oh, but he stood up on the edge and then he rushed the passer. That's what he he, dropped he did better co- than anybody. He dropped the coverage. He, it too. was rare. I watched the, his whole career. It was rare. He rushed the passer and he stopped the run like a demon stops the run. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two big things that <laughs> folks will be watching closely when the Cowboys take on the Vikings. How is Micah Parsons used? And what is Dak's relationship with those receivers after his comments earlier this week? All right, gentlemen, moving on. The The NFC East, man, it's proving to be the best division in the NFL this season. Who would have thought, right? Which team is the best, though, in this division? That's coming up next right here on Undisputed. No more. The NFC East actually has the highest winning percentage out of any division ever through 10 weeks. Wow. And it might get even better, according to OBJ's high school coach. Odell will land back with the Giants or start anew with the Cowboys. Shannon, how will rank the NFC East for us this morning? Well, I think it's... it's, it's... I'm going to say the Eagles skill because they have the fourth-ranked offense, third-ranked defense, first in takeaways, time for fourth in sacks. Eight and one is hard to argue that. Um, last night notwithstanding, I think they've been the most consistent team thus far. Although the Cowboys have the third best record in the division, I'm going to say they're at two. 20th ranked offense, 12th ranked defense, 7th in takeaways, 1st in sacks. Then I got the Giants because they're middle of the pack, offense and defense, 15th in takeaways, 18th in sacks, and I got the uh, the commanders pulling up the rear. So I got the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, commanders. Um, I, I just think that when you look at it from top to bottom, Offense, defense, special teams, the rankings, who's played the most consistent, the most consistent. Like I said, last night, notwithstanding, I think the Eagles have been the most consistent of the teams. It's going to be very interesting to see because we're about to see this thing play out because in two, what, in a week from Thursday, we got the Cowboys and the Giants, and then the uh, the Giants got the Eagles, and 
in three weeks mm -hmm. after that. So we'll see in three weeks. Mm -hmm. This thing might be upside down. It might. It could be. easily be the Cowboys in the front, the uh, lead. The Giants in the lead, and all of a sudden, a team that started out eight no, they might be third in the division. In the division that they were been in the lead since opening day. Okay. By the way, Chase Young is about to come yeah, back. Yep. And I am not writing off that team in Washington because it has lots of talent. And I thought they made a statement last night. They almost made that statement against Kirk Cousins and company. They Kirk, had him dead to rights. Kirk and they let him off the hook. He wouldn't they, let that happen, Skip. Okay, they wouldn't let it. Okay. <laughs> But they are dangerous, and they might be the spoiler decider here because my team has to end the year at that team. And who knows? It may come down to that. Yeah. It might be a photo finish, and they might decide who wins the division. They just might. But quick thought on our guy, Odell Beckham Jr., is it possible? And by the way, I have no idea how healthy he is. I don't even know if he can run. I have no idea. Right. I see the workout videos, but you can do wonders with – Photoshop and with all kinds <laughs> of CGI. I, I think he can run, right. but I'm not sure. Can he run with football pads and pants and Well, you, you want to see him play and cut. Yeah. Things that a receiver is going to be required to do. I don't know, right. but it feels like he might decide this division because he did prove in the end last year that he was a catalyst for the team that won it all. Right. And he did have a huge game against Tampa. And then he was starting to have a big game in the Super Bowl. And unfortunately, I don't know what happened. The injury god said no. And he's just running free across. I, I don't even know what happened, but it's a non-contact. And his ACL blew up again. Yeah. At 30, can you come back and be what you used to be? Can you be 75%? I don't know. But here's the point about Odell Beckham Jr., Today's players are in awe of him. There's mystique around him. There's aura that they view him because he's a social media god, as you know. He is the, the number one social media maker in the National Football League. He's beyond Brady. He's beyond anybody yeah. on IG and a little bit on Twitter. But the point is that the players on those teams think if we get Odell, if we just have him on our sideline, we have a leg up. We have an edge on the other teams right. in our division. So if, if a guy who's been like a, a mentor to Odell, his high school coach, is saying it's between the Cowboys and the Giants, but I'm leaning right now toward the Giants, is it possible he's going back to the Big Apple for his last hurrah? Maybe. They, that, that could give them it's, – it's a psychological edge of we got him and you don't got right. him, right? Mm -hmm. And especially if you could – Again, could that happen before the Thanksgiving Day game? I don't know what Odell's I don't think, I don't think so. I, I, don't, I don't believe Odell will play before December. Um, obviously, you have to get a clean bill of health, yep. skill, that he's healthy enough to go out there and play. And, yep. uh, and like you said, yes, running straight ahead, that's fine and good. But there ain't a whole lot of goal routes in the playbook. There's a lot of comebacks. There's yep. a lot of outs. There's a lot of dig I, routes. I, I got it. So right now, I'm still power ranking the way I saw it to start with. I still think my team is the best team, just slightly. And it is a dead heat, man, at the top. So I'm, I'm going Dallas, Philadelphia, New York, and it's very close. And, and listen, the commanders are right. It's, it's why that shocking stat just hit us right between the eyes that this, this division is the best division that we've had through 10 weeks yeah. in the history of the league. Yeah. They're good. Skip, I mean, three of your last four games are on the road. Yep. I know the Jag the Jags are tricky. I mean, they oh, can no. they can rise up and at the Titans, at the Commanders. Yep. <sighs> I mean, the Commanders, man, they got hey, they got three two two or three of their last four at home. They do. Don't write them off, man.
It might be a, like a four-way tie Guys, when this is all over. Teams with nothing to lose, all they want to do is play the spoiler role. They are dangerous, especially towards the end of a season. All right, moving on this morning, Anthony Davis. What was his secret to going off against the Nets Sunday? We're going to review the tape and dive in on the other side of this break. Davis actually is a huge Green Bay Packers fan. He says that thrilling Green Bay win over Skip's Cowboys inspired him to go off on Sunday night versus the Nets. AD had 37 points, 18 rebounds in the Lakers' 116-103 victory. Now, the Lakers are 3-10 on the season. Shannon, should they show AD Packer highlights before every game if that's how he's going to react? No. AD should come out with this mentality. That's what, Skip, this is what's so frustrating about AD. Did you see him dominate this game? We've seen him give it to uh, 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 Nikola Jokic earlier this year. We saw him give it to Joel Embiid last year. We're like, AD, you can do this all the time. But I've seen in some of these losses, he come out and give me two points in the second half. Mm. I watched him come out and give me four points in the second half. And I don't, I, I don't know what, Skip. I, I don't know how that a guy this supremely talented, this skill, can do it all on both ends of the court. Somehow he'll like, you know what? The night I'm just going to take off, I'm just going to give you 17 and 9. When he just gave you, I've seen the man go give you 59 and 20. I've seen the man give you 40 and 20. And then he gives you a performance like this, and you're like, well, damn, AD still got it. And then you're like, the next game he might come out there and give you 15 and 8. Mm. I, just, I just don't get him. Sometimes, Skip, good things can happen just when you play hard. You know what I mean? You, you might not always be, have your, your stuff, but sometimes good things will happen if you just play hard. If AD would just play hard, all the time, good things are going to happen. Guess what you see, Skip? Look at the stat line. 15 to 25. How many three-pointers did he attempt? This many. Seven perfect from the free-throw line. Mm. That's the AD that could – the AD, where LeBron is healthy, could take, the, take over, and they might can do something. But I don't see enough of that, Skip. Okay, so it was the Nets playing back-to-back in L.A., so they'd had a Saturday night in L.A., which can be a bad thing, and yeah. Seth didn't play and Ben Simmons couldn't play. Maybe that was a good thing, but the point is, <laughs> as Patrick Beverly said after the game, A.D. played like a monster tonight. Well, what about the night before and the night before and the night before? When is he ever playing like a monster? Or the next night. Or the next night. Yet he goes to his postgame interview giddy and gushing about the Packers. Number one, I did not know he was a Packer fan. Oh, yeah. He grew up in Chicago. <laughs> I lived and worked in Chicago. I never ran across a single solitary Packer fan in all of Chicago. I don't care what side, south side, west side. You just <laughs> North- can't be. They are arch, arch enemies. Yeah. Arch enemies. Yeah. I, I don't know if he was just trying to be different when he was in high school or, or what. I guess. But, it, but it's hard to, to sort of survive in Chicago yeah. if you're wearing Packers colors <laughs> going to school. I, I don't know what he's doing. But, but he said... He watched Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Bleepin' Rodgers in overtime, throw that pass that broke to Lazard. I think we have it. And and he was so inspired because Aaron just goes running up the field, skipping and jumping and leaping and throwing his fist in the air. We could see the throw to Lazard. Nice coverage there. I I don't know what was going on. But that was ball game because there he goes. There he goes because he knows they just won the game as long as Mason Crossbar can kick the little chip shot field goal. Right. But that inspired A.D. to go monster on the Nets. Well, seriously, 
it, he, they say that he's always talking about the Packers. Well, well yeah, should, you, would, should you show him highlights? I, I'm serious. I'm not making jokes about this. Should you show him some Aaron Rodgers greatness before a game? Would that push his button better? I don't know. Well, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't miss a whole lot of games. Show him those highlights of Aaron Rodgers playing every game. I, I don't know. I don't get him because when I see this, I think about you because I think – this is too good. This is way too I good. There, there's no way you can miss the playoffs with this guy in the middle of your starting lineup because the torch has been passed, or at least is being passed, from LeBron to AD. Now what? Skip, it's almost like he deemed it disrespectful that they were playing him with Nick Claxton or they were playing him with some so. of the guys that they were. He's like, y'all really going to do this? Mm. It's, mm. That's the, the Skip, he can do this. Skip, you remember this man in New Orleans. This man was, uh, was all NBA on a team that was going nowhere because he was giving you 27 and 12. He was giving you 26 and 13. He was giving you 40, 20 games, 50, 20, 15 games. He was giving you those types of games. And you're like, man, just imagine getting him on a big stage in that first year, Skip. He was sensational. Well, he won his ring, and I feel like he kind of semi-retired. Man, you, you would have thought that he won a ring. Okay, yep. I scaled that mountain. Let me find another mountain no. to scale. Now it's time for me to go get me an MVP. Mm. I done got a ring, Skip. Now mm. it's time for me to go get an MVP. Let me take some of this pressure off Braun. A Packer fan? Weird. You're just mad because the man ain't no Cowboy fan. Sure. What about all these people out here in California that's Cowboy fans? LeBron for a while was a Cowboy yeah, no, fan. LeBron ain't never no Cowboy. Cleveland. He Cleveland. No, he he always told me, told me to keep like Cleveland and the Broncos. <laughs> and the Broncos. <laughs> all right, guys, we got to go. Lakers sitting at 14th in the West. Nets sitting at 12th in the East. Y'all lost Coming a bunch of games next, too, Gene. Coming up next, a little bit about Tom Brady. And that failed play at wide receiver, how's that going to impact his season, gentlemen? I can't wait to get your thoughts in just a moment. All right, to wrap things up here, Tom Brady says he feels embarrassed and shame on the Let's Go podcast after the play with him at wide receiver utterly failed on Sunday. Brady falling to the ground while the Seahawks intercept the ball. Shannon, do you believe Brady felt embarrassment and shame? Hell no. Nobody thought he was going to catch that ball anyway, Skip Bayless. Nobody thinks Brady is an outstanding athlete. So we already know we saw his catching abilities in ideal situation where the turf is not wet and it's, it's, it's a perfect situation and he dropped it. So I was not, I'm not ashamed. He shouldn't be ashamed. He shouldn't be embarrassed because that's what, that's not what you're great at. You're great at throwing the football, lead the catching to other people. Although in New England, he caught three passes. In 2001, he caught one for 23 yards. 2015, he caught one for 36 yards. And then in 2018, for six. So he'd caught three balls. <laughs> I believe he went back because he was uncovered the first time they tried the wildcat formation. Him. And he said, throw it to me because he wanted in one of his final years to score a touchdown, especially in Skip, Munich. Skip, you know good what I meant. Okay, but if they left him completely unguarded out caught. there, and maybe, maybe, but it would have been interesting. I would, I would like to watch it. But here's the thing, Skip. That would have been more embarrassing. He's okay. that wide open. He's running okay. for a touchdown and let the guy from 20 maybe, yards back catch it. But, but I think he's just frustrated, not shamed. You know good what I meant. You actually thought he was going to catch it, Skip. Yeah, I can catch. He's a very good athlete. He can catch the in the backyard with V. Not down. catching the football in the NFL game. All right, guys. Awesome show.